That's right. It's the Sunday night edition of Free Talk Live. Yeah, indeed. Uh, it is uh, the fourth. Is it the fourth, third, the third week, third Sunday in the month, third Sunday in the month, and yeah. that means it's Steve Classic Week. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Yeah, and I'm back. <laughs> and yes, in in I addition am. to us being back, he is also back, making us all back and stuff. The, and that stuff. Because Free Talk Live is a what? It's a call-in radio show. It's a caller-driven radio show. We have yeah. no. we have a what? A phone number. And what is that number? Uh, the domestic terrorist hotline is 603-283-6160. Call in now. Write that down with some crayons on the fridge. Tattoo it on your firstborn's forehead. Ooh. You know, uh, backwards, though, so you can see it in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's you on feel. your kid, why do you need to see it in the mirror? Well, the kid needs to see it. Oh, right? okay. Yeah. You know, or, That's important. or if you're driving around with your kid, the kid's in the back seat. <laughs> oh, and you want to like you know keep what? an eye on them, you could still see the phone number the right way, Captain. Wait. That's really thinking ahead. I'm a forward thinker, but if you take a selfie, would it be correct or incorrect? I think it would. Is it backwards? I think they are backwards, yeah. yeah. I, and, right, and I would have to do one. <laughs> well, we can work that out next week, <laughs> Nikki. You got a sharpie? Can, I got a sharpie. Uh, can we write the phone number on Steve's forehead no, and no, have him no. take a <laughs> I'm take a selfie. See what happens. Here, you first. I'm not going to do it. I'm not writing All right, we'll, Sharpie we'll, we'll on my try, forehead. We'll, we'll just try it on a piece of paper first. Okay. All right. Uh, 603-283-6160 is the phone number, as Mr. Classic alluded to. In the studio tonight, it is myself, the Lord Reverend Dr. Captain Kickass Buckshot Esquire, if you will. Joining me, Steve Classic. And Nikki. Captain's log, star date, 0219-2023. Niner. Uh, is that all that I usually say? Well, I think so, maybe. Let the word go you forth would hope from that this I would time know, and place. Right? <laughs> but no, I, you know, I use crutches. It's fine. Not real crutches, but you know, memory crutches. So what say right? you little, do? Little, I mean, I have a cane, if that counts, but Ooh. it's not really a crutch, right? Is it like a pimp cane? <laughs> <laughs> or like a real one, diamond encrusted on the yeah. top. Yeah, no, or like it's, a dragon um, or something on the top. It's like uh, it's not the one with like the four feet, but it kind of resembles like a senior citizen's cane. <laughs> oh, that's right. But it's just the one foot. Yeah. But it's not uh, stainless steel or like yeah. you know uh, hospital white. It's actually yeah. this weird like black and purple sort of. Oh, cool. Very metal. I don't, yeah. It's yeah. It's got like a little hippie slash metal design to it. Cool. Uh, yeah. With the the black uh, cushion grip. And uh, the black uh, cup for the foot, just the the one cup though, not the four feet. That's cool. Uh, and uh, yeah, every now and again, I have a uh, a back thing that happens every now and again, and yep. uh, I will be incapacitated for a short period of time, and I will need said can yeah, bust uh, it out. It's been a while since I've had to use it. Knock on some mock wood here, whatever that's, veneer. I think that's real. Whatever the heck this is, I think it is. Knock real. on drywall. <laughs> I'm like knock on mock nogahide, which is fake <laughs> fake leather from Naugatuck, Connecticut. No, is it really? Yes, that's where Naga, Naga Hyde came from. That's where they raised the Nagas? Yes, from... On the Naga farms? Yes, yeah, from Rubber Avenue in Nagatuck. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, that's where they made the fake leather called Naga Hyde. The more you know. You know, I learned more something u- today. More useless stuff from Classic. <laughs> we're happy to have you back, Steve. Thank you, uh, thank you, thank you. We were going to lead the the night off with... What was it again? The zombie birds? Robot zombie birds? Yes. Zombie robot birds. I don't Does the robot or the zombie come first? 
I'm not sure. Robot zombie. But let's find out. Uh, this from Popular Mechanics. Now, in the libertarian online spaces that, well, I, I'm in or frequent or see, uh, there has been for quite some time a bit about birds aren't real. It's been the phrase yeah. that's going on. Right. So right. can one of you explain that? I think uh, where did that come from? What some, does it refer to? Some kids in South Carolina just started saying that and changed the signs, like highway signs, to say birds aren't real, and just started this whole birds aren't real hashtag birds aren't real. Is it because of the conspiracy of government drones disguised as birds? Does that have anything to do with it? I think so. I, I mean, it could, but I don't think that's that was their intention. I okay. mean, have you ever seen a pigeon? They're pretty sketchy. Pigeons are sketchy. <laughs> yeah. They look like you know, they like, really shouldn't fly, but they do. Yeah. You know, like they could definitely just be drones. And and we of course did a story on the pigeon that carried the crack in its backpack. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Yeah. Uh so we know that pigeons have some use anyway, especially if you're oh, absolutely. in prison and right. are looking to get some some, some crack. Well, you know, yeah. I don't think all pigeons are government drones, but at least probably some of them are. Hmm, interesting. So then do you think it's the government uh making the backpacks for the pigeons to get crack in the prisons? Oh, probably. Mm-hmm. At least the CIA. Yeah. So what's the stuff that accumulates on your windshield that comes out of those? Uh, are the pigeons? Yeah. What, what are the pigeons oh. dropping? What are they? Well, doing? those are the real pigeons. Well, those are the real pigeons. That's how you can tell the difference, oh, okay. actually. It's bird gotcha. crap, dude. <laughs> <laughs> right, but the but the zombie pigeons. Have you seen the meme though of like the guy? He's like got one hand fastened to the outer door of a helicopter and his foot is on the like the landing railing yeah. of the helicopter and the rest of them's hanging off. And there's a bird underneath him, and he's like doing his business on the bird. And he's, he's like, like, "This is my chance." He's like, "How do you like it, huh? You don't like it too much, do you?" It's huh? great. It's pretty hilarious. Send that to me, okay? Uh, yeah. That's uh, from Popular Mechanics. Scientists turned dead birds into zombie drones to spy on humans. See? Well, we all have Boom. magic rectangles spying on us. Why do we need a bird? Well, well uh, all right. because Tell they're us. not rectangular and they're <laughs> looking to expand their shape, you know, yeah. I don't know. Try to trick you. Uh, this says weird flex, but okay. This was published on February 16th. Uh, <laughs> scientists have long been interested in the aerodynamic intricacies of avian flight. Leonardo da Vinci's 15th century flying machines basically looked like giant birds, flapping wings included. And today, robotic birds fly about with names like Pigeon Bot or Bionic Swift. Now, scientists at New Mexico Tech have taken things a step further by transforming taxidermied birds into Frankenstein drones, and the results are pretty convincing. Uh, so That's creepy. Do they have propellers, or are they just... Yeah, how do they fly? Uh, well, so first of all, let's talk about the taxidermy part, because not everybody knows what taxidermy is. Taxidermy is when... Uh, you take a dead animal and you sort of preserve it for display, right? Uh, if you've ever seen like the head of a deer mounted on a plaque and you know above on the top of, above the mantle or whatever, yeah. that is taxidermy. That's what that's referred to as right. when somebody takes the head and you know guts it out, sprays it with all sorts of crap, uh, you know, and you put know shines up the fur, put some marbles in there, yeah, all that kind of stuff, and makes it so that you don't have to maintain it. Really, yeah. that's called taxidermy. Or fish, you do that with fish too. Has nothing to do with taxis, just so like I, these are questions or that I had when I first heard yeah. the word. I'm like yeah. taxidermy, what? 
Is it like is it like really dumb taxi drivers? Probably like, a Latin route. It sounds like, like a government taxidermy. thing. Taxidermy. Like Derby taxi. <laughs> what, we, what else could we tax? Taxidermy. Oh, that'd be a tax derby. The competition <laughs> for right. what to tax next. Right. Who could tax yeah. more? Uh, the article continues. Instead of using artificial materials for building drones, we can use dead birds and re-engineer them as drones. New Mexico Tech professor Mustafa says. <laughs> I'm not going to read his last name. Uh, <laughs> skipping the last name. Although using a dead bird brings about its own messy challenges, it has the advantage of avoiding the need to design a bird wing, which is notoriously difficult. It also helps the drone pass as a real bird, thanks to the fact that it's adorned with real bird feathers. The results of this robotic bird test were published online in January. Oh, all right. wow. Let's just open that up. And that's from... <laughs> arc.aiaa.org bio-inspired mechanism for wildlife monitoring. Uh, this sounds like they've got some giant government grant to try to figure oh, out how to do this. Like, they who would do, do oh, this? Yeah. yeah. Is there any money to be made in this? Probably not. Just a waste of time. This is just a, it's a paragraph. This paper looks into the use of taxidermy birds on flapping wing drones so that wildlife monitoring will be more seamless and natural. Oh, oh, wildlife yeah. monitoring. The birds oh, can watch other okay. birds. Yeah. Let's let's play my favorite game of word substitution. <laughs> yes, exactly. This paper looks into the use of taxidermy birds on flapping wing drones so that human monitoring will be more seamless and natural. <laughs> yes, exactly. By using 3D flapping and aerodynamic simulators, limits of aerodynamic flapping characteristics could be set for the drone for a specific set of wings. This allowed the implementation of flapping mechanisms and testing of the aerodynamics of the flapping wing drone. It is discovered that although it is difficult to create such a drone, it is very practical for research purposes and can keep nature undisturbed. Improvements on the flapping wing drone could be made to make the overall drone look more natural. Spur gears can be changed to helical gears so that there is reduced noise and an increase in longevity. <laughs> Bendable wrists could help in making wings more flexible in flight. Adding different flight options to the drone could yield an easier user experience and aid in more natural flight. A final improvement would be to add legs so that the drone... <laughs> but they, they're taking the legs off of these things? So that the drone can perch and monitor... <laughs> Without using much battery. I'm just worried, like, the thing doesn't chirp. It probably squeaks with the gears. I don't really... I mean, what sound does a pigeon make? Oh, I guess that was, like, little, like, yeah, the cooing noise. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think the other pigeons are like, that guy's a fed? (laughs) Stay stay away from Dave the pigeon, man. He's a fed. Yeah, he never poops. He never poops. (laughs) (laughs) He has yet to hit one windshield. Yeah. (laughs) Much less a human. And I think a really important thing that they're not considering in this is their quota. How is the pigeon going to meet its quota of windshields in mm. children at the beach? <laughs> like, I think there's a certain amount that each pigeon has to reach, you know, each month. That's a good question. I don't think, uh, more, I think we'll through. need more money for research so. on that. You have to uh, side project. The article continues. Mustafa has published more than a dozen papers analyzing drone flights and baking the biology of avian flight into drone technology. For example, in February 2020, he researched how biomimicking a bird flock's migratory patterns could make unmanned aerial vehicles more efficient. 
The goal of the study published in January was to analyze the aerodynamics of a flapping wing drone and discern ways to make the drone more lifelike. By using 3D flapping and aerodynamic simulators, limits of aerodynamic flapping characteristics could be set for the drone for a specific set of wings, the paper reads. This allowed the implementation of flapping mechanisms. I think they already said this. But That's also, a lot of flapping. Uh, I think I want to start a metal band called Aerodynamic Flapping Characteristics. <laughs> I'm not sure. A lifelike robo-bird zombie could have some serious real-world applications. Like spying, for example? Do in you the think woods, that's like, just you in know, the woods, mm-hmm. to spy on other birds. The most obvious and altruistic is f- a method for observing wildlife yeah. while limiting wildlife. disruption right. to the natural environment. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Drones are known to be stressful for wildlife. <laughs> yeah, they're stressful for us, too. Right. We smash them through uh-huh. the window. And experts and documentarians have tried to develop guides on when and how to use them. PBS even used a drone disguised as a hummingbird so the camera wouldn't, quote, seem like a threat, unquote. (laughs) I mean, hummingbirds definitely aren't threatening, No, but but it's just the other animals are going to be able to tell. Have you ever had a hummingbird do like a flyby? Oh. Yeah, their wings go really, really fast. I I don't want to say the wrong word (laughs) because, you know, but yeah, it's, it's a... Like that's a giant bug. Okay, look, I have stood from like me to I don't know the the stairway from like a black bear and just like you know held it together, held my composure, slowly backed mm-hmm. away, and it was fine. But don't get me around like a bee, right? Like a bumblebee or a wasp or something. I hate or a them. hummingbird. I'm like a I'm like a you know a schoolgirl like afraid of her <laughs> afraid of a booger. <laughs> ah, right, you know. Um, I've had a hummingbird buzz by me, and like I thought it was just a giant bee, is what <laughs> I thought it was. Right. Right? And I'm like, nah. You're gonna say something. There? So wow. yeah, hummingbirds can fly twenty to thirty miles an hour, and they flap their wings so That's... fast that like it, it's like yeah. pfft, right, like when it when they do a drive a drive by a fly oh, by. So from ten to so from ten to eighty times per second when hovering. Per wow, second. Wow. wow, I thought I was saying per minute, and I was like, really? It seems faster than that, but yeah, per second. Wow. I, I mistakenly said drive-by, and now I've got a picture of like drive hummingbirds with, like, a Uzi. with like, yeah, some sort of <laughs> submachine gun, right. you know? They've got like a red or blue bandana tied around their head, right? You know, yeah. they're they're about to engage in some turf warfare. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty rock and roll. Yeah. So the, the camera wouldn't seem like a threat. Yes, yeah. that's why they used hummingbirds. Send them over to the Ukraine. Thank you, PBS. <laughs> While a realistic bird drone could be great for keeping an eye on reclusive wildlife, mm-hmm. it could also turn its gaze on humans as a spy oh. tool. Wow. It could, couldn't you don't it? Don't say. Wow. It took them like. If it fell into the right. wrong hands. We're like three quarters of the way yeah. through the story. It took yeah. them that long yeah. to get to the human part. Oh, and by the way, the CIA designed a nuclear powered bird drone. During the Cold War, to spy on the Soviet Union. Oh, so this is old tech. <laughs> to spy on the Soviet yeah. Union. Is that the Culinary Unquote. Institute of America? Yeah, the, the Culinary CIA? Institute of America designed <laughs> a nuclear-powered bird drone. I, I believe that's true. Yeah. Uh, actually, they link to, well, their own article, of course. And it says, the CIA built a nuclear bird drone to spy on communists. Now it's declassified. Oh. That was back in 2020. So these have been around for a while. Yeah, old tech. Certainly not new. They've certainly been spying on, well, you, me, Mm -hmm. everybody else. 
Uh, Nuclear-powered turkeys. Oh, something happened. Uh, something happened. I've lost vultures. my space. Filler. I need filler. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, wait. Here we go. All right. Uh, Culinary Institute of America. That's, that what we're talking about? that's where you made me lose it. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> I got caught up on the Culinary Institute yeah. of America. The CAA. Uh, yeah. So Mustafa admits that the bird still needs a bit more work before it's ready for the spy business. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Right, because, you know, you've got to replace the whole fleet of hummingbirds with these new taxidermy drones. So, yeah, it needs a bit more work before it's ready right. for the spy business. It's probably not nuclear power. It's probably solar power. It doesn't say he didn't sign the contract to manufacture these for the spy business. He just says they need a little more work. Uh, some improved articulation on the wings would make the drone more natural and flexible. The addition of helical gears would also make it quieter while adding legs. Again with the legs. Why are they taking Why? That's yeah. the thing. Why are they taking them off? Well, we're, we're using wheels, but it doesn't, the birds, the, the birds <laughs> don't quite, uh, they see this bird you know, with it's like, wheels. Oh, don't they know God. that they come with legs? Three, it's three wheels instead of two feet. Like, we, we can't get this right. What are we doing? The author closes. Like an airplane. No, they, yeah. they, they, land. <laughs> they like tuck in. Or and it's out. got little pontoons that can land on the, like with the yeah, ducks and spy on the, on the ducks. <laughs> nice. Oh, God. Uh, the author closes with It seems like humanity's 500 year old obsession with recreating avian flight is alive and well, even if it is a bit creepy. Yes, well, thank it's you. for the birds. Thank man. you, Darren. It is for the birds. <laughs> uh, apparently, this guy's name's Darren, and he lives in Portland. He has a cat. And he writes and edits about sci-fi and how our world works. <laughs> His cat must be loving those drones. <laughs> I want one for Christmas. <laughs> better watch out, man. That ta- that cat's gonna end up taxidermied. Yeah. And, you know, sitting around. Cats on wheels. Yeah, there's definitely no way for any of this to go wrong in any way, shape, or form. Particularly, absolutely not. Uh, yeah, never. Particularly where the government is concerned. Yep. I, I can't imagine, you know, them not taking this and making something out of it. Because, well, that's what they do. That's what they do, yeah. It's their thing. It's what they do. Brought to you by Pfizer. Something is is not right with with the the mousing The mouse is a taxidermied? Yeah, it's it's like being controlled by a drone, man. (laughs) It's weird. All right, well, we'll post uh, this article to all of our social media. And uh, you can uh, figure out how to join that by visiting social.freetalklive.com. Right. Help them figure out the uh, the feet with the birds. Okay, so let's play. Let's play. I'm the government, or we're the government. I don't like to play that. How many of these do you deploy, and where do you start? Millions. New York City. Why New York City? Because they'll fit in with the pigeons. Oh yeah. Mm. I mean, that would be a good place to test it. I mean, you got a lot of RF and. Okay, you know, but you know, of... what do you think? Like government's targets would be, right? Why New York City? What targets are there? And if not, then somewhere else. And why? Yeah, there's probably no targets mm-hmm. for, right? for the No, there must be. There's a ton of people. Trump in New Tower, York City. maybe? That'd probably be the only, the only thing like, they'd be after. If I'm the Culinary Institute of America. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. If I'm the CIA. Johnson and Wales. <laughs> if, I, if I'm the CIA, I, uh, I would probably deploy these uh, against my political competition yeah. immediately. Right, if I were a politician mm. in charge of you know whomever whomever's in charge of these things, I'd be mm-hmm. like, okay, guys, look, we got this guy over here, you know, Dave, he's running right. against me. I need you to to deploy the bird drones. <laughs> Let's dig up some dirt on Dave so that we can defeat him in the next election. Right, like I think that's my mm-hmm. first 
if if I'm one of those guys. Right. right. That's that's the first target yeah. I'm going to have. Yeah. Park the bird out of the swimming pool and just see what happens over the summer. And you got to think too that you can't deploy these in an environment that well doesn't have them naturally occurring. Right. Yeah. Seeing a bunch of you know hummingbirds in oh I don't know the desert for example. <laughs> yeah. Right. Might not be very uh, camouflaged. Mm-hmm, Might mm-hmm. Uh, you know sort of alert somebody to some chicanery, some sort of odd things going on. I don't know. I don't know. Birds aren't real. W- well, they are. Uh, we are a live call-in show, so let's go to the phones. We have an unscreened caller. What's your name, please? One leg patriot. One life patriot. One leg patriot. One leg. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You must love the bird oh, story. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we were actually streaming just a little bit ago talking about these mechanical birds. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, yeah. What do you know uh, about uh, them? Loyal to the, uh, I'd shoot them if I saw them. <laughs> but uh, no, they're, they're actually uh, they're trying to make them as lifelike as possible to do uh, to do more uh, uh, like intermingling with wildlife and not disturb them. Right, That's yeah. Their, what they say their main purpose is, but who knows? <laughs> what they say their main purpose is. Uh, how long have you been following this? Just recently? Uh, you guys? Mm. No, the bird, bird thing. Following the robo birds. Oh, the bird thing. No, uh, no I actually found it uh, yesterday. Okay, but, so recently. Uh, yeah, I think it was published of, on the sixteenth, yeah. wasn't it? What do you think the uh, government's first targets would be as far as spying is concerned? Where where would you deploy these? Well, uh, I, I I don't know. I, I, domestically, I'm I'm quite sure because that's what they love to do with us is uh, watch over, you know, be the big brother. Yep, yep. We're certainly and, the the newest enemy of the the government. Oh yeah, I I've been in this whole movement since 2001. Okay, and yeah, it's it's getting old, but yeah. I think we're uh, gaining some ground, actually. Hopefully we are. Hey, uh, we appreciate the call, One Leg Patriot. Feel free to keep us updated yeah. let us know what else is going on. 603-283-6160 is the phone number if you'd like to join us here on Free Talk Live. Coming up, we have some more fun stuff in store for you, including a man who was hit by a U-Haul in Brooklyn. We'll talk more about that coming up. It's Free Talk Live. right it is free talk live the telephone number here in the studio if you would like to call is 603-283-6160 again 603-283-6160 in the studio it's myself the captain steve classic and nikki uh some of you have wanted to support free talk live's mission on a monthly basis but you didn't want to do it through Patreon. And I understand. Everybody's got their preference when it comes to platforms. But now we have an alternative that also helps our premier streaming platform, Odyssey. You can visit video.freetalklive.com right now 
and click join at the top, top of the channel. You can subscribe for just five bucks a month. And unlike other subscription services, Odyssey adds their processing fee on top. So it'll cost you a little over $5 per month, but Free Talk Live actually receives the entire amount that you pledged. Higher donation tiers are available if you're feeling so inspired. You'll get special uh, special membership badge that's only visible in the Odyssey chat room. And if we get enough supporters, we may enable a members-only chat. So head on over to video.freetalklive.com. The new subscription method is a great way to decentralize our direct listener support away from just Patreon and also support a libertarian-run business, Odyssey. Again, visit video.freetalklive.com, click join to subscribe to our Odyssey channel and help support spreading our message around the entire planet. Video.freetalklive.com. All right. So we were talking about the zombie robot birds, which... I mean, okay, right? Well, we're having a hard time designing an accurate wing, so let's just use the wings of dead birds. And have the cat drag it into your house <laughs> and just leave it there. And it surveils all day long. <laughs> I, got, I got that. What's that? Is it? Who sings a, the cat's in the cradle and the silver spoon? Uh, Harry Little Chapin. Boy, Harry yeah. Chapin, 1971. Thank you. Yeah. All right. I got that stuck in my head now. Yeah, wow. cats, cats, but, yeah. cats. Do you guys remember that little string thing you used to do as kids? Like, oh you, yeah, the string thing between your yeah. and the cats oh, in yeah, the, the cradle cats in the, yeah. and the, yeah. whatever. What was that? Is that does it have yeah. a name? I think it. I wasn't it the cats in the cradle. I don't know. Or something like that. And cats then the other little, that was one of the things that you did. Yeah, yeah. With you didn't the have string, a, yeah, but, well, you didn't yeah. have a phone, so you had. So you had to play with string. Yeah, you didn't have these fidget spinners. Yeah, the fidget spinners. That's that's too high tech. Pet rock or the little the 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 paper things that you would put your fingers in. Oh yeah, the uh, what are those? Pick numbers called. I don't know. I think it's a Chinese something, right? Uh, Origami. No. No, but it's you know you. Oh, it's the the flipper thing. Yeah, and then it's like. Yeah, and then you open it up and you do it again, and then you have to pick one, and it's like, oh, you're in love with. Bobby or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, ew. <laughs> yeah. I like the little the triangle football. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah oh, yeah, the that. paper wasps. Yeah, the papers, yeah. I, got, I got suspended for those. Oh, really? Yeah. They're well, a so, force. It we tur- used to bet on, on football with one of those? Games. It turns out that if you tell me not to do something, that's all I want to do, or at hey, least hey, when I was listen, a kid. Don't tell anybody this, okay? But... <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to be making these paper footballs in class and you know hitting your teacher in the back of the head when he's drawing on the chalkboard with him. And I'm like, that's permission. To wait do a minute. That. Now I have a target. Right? I have a goal now to hit the instructor every time in the back of the head with the paper football. Right. Put someone else's name on it. I would, you know, in another class, I'd make you know a dozen of them and then go to the next class and have them all prepared and just like. Pew! So I could get them all done in one shot, right? Because yeah. you're not going to get more than one right. before you're sent to the principal's office. That's right. All right. Good job, Captain. Hey, thanks, man. I try. Uh, this article made me want to scream from the rooftops, ban all assault U-Hauls. <laughs> was it was it black? Was it a black U-Haul or no? Mm, no. It wasn't like a, an assault. It was an assault U-Haul, but it was white well, I mean, orange. Right? There are U-Hauls, and then there's tactical assault U-Hauls, right? Yeah, so, yeah. for example, a regular U-Haul, we don't know what that is. It's just a U-Haul, right? right? Mm-hmm. But if you have the U-Haul truck that has the towing package on it, oh. and then you hook another U-Haul for carrying a car 
to that U-Haul. And then on top of the U-Haul that you hook to the first U-Haul, you drive another U-Haul on top of it. This is a tactical assault right, U-Haul. Right. Right? Yeah. It's it's different. It's, it's got, got like the bump stock. Right. It's, it's got, got 15, the, oh, yeah. it's the got wrist 30, 30 rounds of boxes in the back. Imagine how much ammunition oh. you could fit into the back of two U-Hauls, wow. one towing the other. Yeah. That's, yeah, ban those. That's terrible. So anyway, according to Reuters, uh, a man was hit. Man hit by truck driver in Brooklyn Rampage dies of head injury, and this guy was driving a U-Haul. But and wasn't he wasn't he joking or something like? No, I'm not going to surrender. So I I, I forgot. Oh, no. Yeah, what's it going to say? We'll find out All right. in just a minute. But first, let's go to. It looks like David in Georgia. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, so uh, three things. First of all, your little announcer asked if I had Telegram, and the answer is no, because I don't recommend Telegram because it's not open source. Okay. I don't recommend anybody have Telegram. Okay, thanks. Thing, I'm deleting it right now. <laughs> second thing is um, your video, your free talk live uh, YouTube thing, not YouTube uh, Odyssey. Mm-hmm. That's a really great. That's a really great thing because uh, even if uh, Patreon decided to shut you guys down, you could always just move over right to there. Like I, I use the Patreon because it has that podcast or whatever, and I like the podcast. Right. But uh, if Patreon was to say, well, to heck with you, we're going to shut you down, then I'd just go over to the, uh, the Odyssey and subscribe through there to, uh, to keep continue supporting you guys. Hey, thanks, and we appreciate that. And I've been looking forward to Odyssey releasing this particular feature for some time. And I, as I understand it, it is going to improve. They want to be able to be more of a Patreon alternative than they currently are. It's going to take some time for them to you know, get it all into place or whatever. So for the meantime, we've got sort of the light version of that uh, happening right now, which, of course, video.freetalklive.com. What was the third thing, David? The third thing was about the birds themselves. So you asked earlier who the who you could deploy these against, and the first thing that came to my mind was politicians deploying them against uh, their other politician enemies to record them oh, having uh, intercourse with young girls. It's like an echoing dual repetitive redundancy. You can say that again. No, it's it's like an echoing dual repetitive redundancy. It's the Department of Redundancy Department. You can say that again. <laughs> it's the Department <laughs> of Redundancy Department. David? Um, and then creeps creeps could use them like creepy cops or just creeps in general could use them to spy on like college girls. Well, you say creepy uh, cops, but you repeat yourself. <laughs> what, creepy cops? <laughs> yeah, that's, creepy. A, that's, that's a bit redundant. Yeah. Um, and the final thing that I was thinking of was deploy them against the Free State Project, take out to, to take out the upper. Well, don't do that. I mean, I <laughs> no, I would, I would be surprised that. if they're not already in some way, shape, or form. Uh, the the FBI I mean, has already invested five years of investigation time with a giant team of you know whomever, whatever they were doing, you know, surveilling, you know, uh, spying, you know, digitally mm-hmm. and otherwise uh and and yet somehow I'm told that they weren't aware up until recently the Crypto 6 trial that there was a radio program being broadcast out here. Now I don't believe that, but I was told that. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. yeah, no my my thought would be like the FBI is like, okay, we're tired of these guys, so or the CIA or we're tired of these guys, so we're gonna like follow their leadership with these hummingbird drones, and when they're when they're uh, alone or whatever, we're gonna 
uh, we're going to take them down with our sniper rifles. So what you're saying, David, is that there seems to be a niche market for hummingbird detectors. <clears throat> yeah, I, I would say mm. so, little hummingbird detectors. Yeah, something you put on top of your car, make sure it's not following you around. <laughs> <laughs> Integrate that into your Amazon ring or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like one of those, like one of those freaking police, like one of those radar uh, detectors, like in your car. <laughs> right, except it sounds like a bird. <laughs> sounds like a cat. Oh, cat! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to say, David? No, that's it. Hey, thanks for the call. Have a great night. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. We know for a fact that uh, feds listen to this particular program. Wait, I, I thought this wasn't a program. They don't. What? No, it is a program that they listen to. Uh, I thought they denied that. This show. Oh, oh. the show. Uh. This show. Yes. Oh. No, no, no. Uh, during the Crypto Six trial, uh, I, I'm trying to forget her name, uh, Georgina. Yeah. Uh, while she was questioning Georgiana, uh, oh, whatever the heck her name is, I, I have a word for her that I can't say on the radio. Uh, whatever her name is, uh, she was asking, I believe it was when Ian was, was on the stand, uh, said something about, you even said as early as last night on your radio program. She's and a then, super fan. And then quote, right? And then she quoted something that was said she mm, loves us. on the radio show. And then not only did she do it that day, she did it again the following day, or oh. at least maybe during close. Anyway, you could tell that she had not only been listening, but listening at least two nights, if not in a row. So what does that tell you? Well, if you're any good at investigating something, right, and you know that there's a show going, you're listening every night, or you got somebody listening every night, or, or a team of people listening every night, much less probably some people calling in. Right, some Fed saying, right. "Yeah, I'm, you know, blah 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 from blah blah blah," and like, you know, they're trying to pigeonhole us or make us say stuff we yeah. didn't say. Pigeonhole, pigeonhole, yeah, that's yeah. good, 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 good. good. Wait, yeah. bring it back. Yeah. Nice, yeah. Richie Rich would be proud. Tie it all <laughs> nice in, man. Tie it all in. <laughs> nice call. Tie it all in. So, yeah, there. We know for a fact the Feds listen, and it is my opinion that the whole reason for the persecution of the Crypto Six and the whole reason that this particular studio has been raided not once. But twice by federal uh, people, federal alphabet agencies, alphabet agencies is explicitly because of this radio program. Like, I think they wanted to make us think that, oh, we didn't even know there was radio. No, that is the reason. Uh, We are probably the last uh, big radio. I mean, we're nationally syndicated. There is no other show that talks about freedom in the way that we do. The and so we are sort of the last bastion, the canary in the coal mine, if you will. If this show goes off the air, uh, it is not for lack of effort. It's not because we all just said, eh, you know, I guess we're done. No, it's because uh, we've been taken Forced off to, the yeah, air. Right. And so it is my opinion that that is what they're trying to do. And they decided that, oh, well, it's Ian's show, so we're going to come after him and try and shut this thing down. And uh, I got to tell you, you know. Uh, yeah, well, you can't shut down an idea. The show must go on, exactly. and, and you cannot stop an idea whose right. time has come. Yeah, right. thought and, criminals. And good job bringing it back with the canary in the coal mine. Another one. Oh, yeah. Tweet, tweet. Pigeonhole. Canary in the coal mine. He rocks in the treetop all day long. <laughs> Rockin' Robin. Hopping and a bopping, <laughs> singing a song. All right, let's uh, move back over to this uh, article that made me want to ban assault U-Hauls. I think it's the only way to solve this. I think we have to get legislation yeah. involved. Yeah, absolutely. 30-round boxes. 
in the back. Uh, this from Reuters again. Uh, one of nine people struck when a man drove a rented U-Haul truck into pedestrians in New York City. Died from his injuries on Tuesday, police said, as the driver was charged with murder and attempted murder. Well, okay. So if a guy died, he should be charged with murder, right? You succeeded in the murder. You didn't attempt right. it. Like an attempted murder is yeah. like, you I tried. tried to kill you, but I failed. Right. Yeah, right. that would be weird to be charged with both things. I mean, assumably he's getting the attempted murder charge because he ran this U-Haul into a bunch of people. Oh, okay. So attempted murder for the other people of in the group. That, does, that does make sense. Yeah. yeah. I'm assuming that. But at the same time, it's weird to read that. You know, yeah. Like he did succeed. He tried to murder a guy. The guy died. And so that's, I don't know, you don't want to call it successful murder, I guess, because that's redundant, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But kind of how I feel about it. Mm. Uh, the suspect identified by police as 62-year-old Wang Soar of Las Vegas has been accused of deliberately plowing into pedestrians and bike riders in multiple locations in, uh, I think this is last Monday's, rampage through two Brooklyn neighborhoods. So imagine that. You're like, hmm. I really want to kill some people today. What can I do? Mm. Assault you, Paul. I don't have any guns. Yeah, because uh, they're not allowed. I'm in, in New York. I'm in Brooklyn, so it's kind of hard to get guns without yeah. Yeah, no guns. You know, jump through a bunch of you know government paperwork and that. You know, I don't really know anybody on the black market. Right. Six uh, months, you'd have to wait. Oh, look, probably. there's a U-Haul right over here. I yeah. can for twenty you know bucks. What? I could just rent a van. It's almost like you could murder somebody with almost anything. It is, huh? It's almost like the huh. decision hmm. to kill comes before the weapon selection. Wow. That's Who would have ever wow. thought of that? Uh, police told a news conference that Soar was believed to be suffering from a, quote, mental health crisis, unquote, at the time hmm. of the incident. Could you don't a, say. He could have had a little bird in his head or something like that that was causing a problem. <laughs> how, did, how did you decide to kill all those people? Little bird. Little bird, he told me. Little bird, told me. <laughs> he had wheels uh, on his feet. Did that feet? <laughs> he was arrested several miles from the scene of the attack after police pinned his vehicle. Well, it wasn't really his vehicle if he rented a U-Haul, right? Aren't all U-Hauls registered in Arizona? No. Is that true? I don't, every, I don't think so. Every U-Haul, no. every U-Haul has Arizona plates. No. True or false? So. Let me ask the magic rectangle that. As if, if only there were our, a our producer, Our producer will look that up. Okay. Thank you, producer. <laughs> Um, a surveillance video shows the truck speeding onto a sidewalk as a pedestrian leaps out of its path with a police car in wow. pursuit. One of the driver's victims, a 44-year-old man who suffered head injuries, was declared dead at a nearby hospital. Police said his name has not been released. The other people hit, including a police officer, were not as badly hurt. Well, hurt. He probably had some type of a U-Haul protection uh, vest or something. The, the U-Haul proof vest? Probably, yeah. yeah. I think that's uh, yeah. official police Well, it's, it's probably, yeah. In yeah. Brooklyn, it might be. <laughs> uh, police said so rented the truck in Florida on February 1st and drove it to New York. Wait, he's from Seriously? Vegas? He goes to Florida, rents a U-Haul, and drives it to Brooklyn? To run over some people in a crowd, apparently. Huh. Yeah, yeah wow. something isn't adding up about this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, Seems yeah. a little sketchy. How did, like... You know, like, wherever you rent the thing, you can be traced to, right? I mean, I'm speaking figuratively to the dude, right? You know, right, this guy. Right. 
You have to show ID. You have to sign a document. You know, you have to get a receipt. You have to agree to bring it back. Right. Fuel it up. Mm. Yeah, you got to fuel it up. It must have cost him a fortune to drive that thing from Florida to Brooklyn. I wonder what his deposit was. Like, did they charge his credit card? It would have been cheaper just to fly right to Brooklyn. I mean, he's probably going to jail, so I don't know if that matters anymore. He pro- For the expense, he probably could have just bought, like, a $1,000 beater off of Craigslist and drove p- into the same people. No, rent a car. Yeah, right there. In- I think there was a lot of things that led up to this, you know? Like, this guy was clearly not in his right frame of mind. What do you think? I want to know why. What, what is he doing in Florida? Why did he drive up to New York? Like, what's going on here? I well, need he, more details. I need he, more substance. He could be using Florida as, like, a insanity defense. Well, yeah. I had to go Florida to Florida. Yeah. yeah, Florida man, exactly. Florida Something, did it. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I was in Florida as the alligator. Uh, the last paragraph in this article says, the suspect's son, Stephen... Uh-oh. Oh, no. No Stephen. relation? No relation. <laughs> told the Associated Press that his father had struggled with mental illness. Aha! He went to Florida. Does anyone not struggle with mental illness, right? If you have mental illness, are you just like, yep, I got it. It's cool. Yep, this is awesome. I got it under yeah. control. Struggled. <laughs> struggled with mental illness and sometimes failed to take his medication. Uh, Stephen Soar said that his father had been living in Las Vegas and that he was surprised when he appeared in New York City last week by way of Florida. <laughs> he went to Florida and then drove to New York. That's a long drive. So, so we want to know if the U-Haul truck had Arizona plates. Did it? We have verification from our producer we, we that got a all nod U-Hauls of, are registered in Arizona. Was that a nod of affirmation? That is uh, verified uh, thank you, by, producer. The, by the uh, magic rectangle. Our crack team of producers on the case. They're all registered in Arizona. They all have Arizona plates. Oh. I, wonder I have no idea. Well, can we, can we get Montana. someone from Arizona to call in, maybe? 603 <laughs> If you're in Arizona, <laughs> I like Montana makes sense because of the well the libertarians yeah. who do the Montana thing right. register well, their car. Maybe and, their business license and stuff is out oh, of Arizona. Oh, I bet you their I bet like you LLC their parent company yeah, yeah is based in Arizona and so they just do a thing there. It's instead. an Arizona LLC or something like that. I what would make you rent a U-Haul and drive into a bunch of pedestrians? Probably nothing, hopefully. I mean mental illness okay. I mean, yeah. But like what precipitated that like yeah it seems oddly specific and also like mental illness is such a broad term like being depressed is a mental illness you know like anxiety can be a mental illness you know this is this goes beyond that like is he schizophrenic is he you know like bipolar yeah Yeah, yeah. like liberalism is a mental disorder too. that's true statism statism yeah so one of the biggest mental illnesses all around the globe right uh, that m- most people suffer from, whether they know it or not. I know I suffer. Non-player characters. <laughs> from other people's statism. <laughs> yeah. I suffer. Uh, I Yeah. I, Are you I, on your medication for, for that? <laughs> uh, I am not. I think there's a support group. <laughs> for the medication? statist. Oh, the statist m- mental health mm, yeah. Uh, SMH. Yeah, the, the, the Free State Project. <laughs> SMH. Shaking my, my head. head. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on. So what? So what was the what was the takeaway on that? Uh, that we have a caller. Oh, all right. Unscreened caller. You're on Free Talk Live. What's your name, please? Hello, caller. Hello. Hello. What's your name, please? You're on the air. 
My name is Clean from Richmond, Virginia. Hey, Clean. What's on your mind? I just want to. I, I just got recently turned on to you guys, man. I just want to say that I'm really digging your show. It's pretty awesome. I only get to hear you like uh, Saturday night and Sunday night, unfortunately. But I've been turning you on to uh, uh, watching the webcam and everything. It's a, it's a great show. Hey, thanks. Uh, what radio station uh, did you first hear us on? Um, I'm not really sure of the the call numbers, okay. but it's uh, 107, 7, 100 or 107.7 in Richmond, so, or somewhere around here. Right, good enough. Um, we just you know like to give them a shout out when you know folks say they came to us through. A particular station, so appreciate that. What did you want to talk uh, about yeah, tonight? Yeah. Uh, you know, I just wanted to tell you guys that I, I, I really, uh, I really like your show, and um, I, I just wish I could uh, hear you on the radio more. But like I said, I could just, I'll stream it. Um, I just want to, uh, you know, just tell you guys you're doing a great job, and it's, it's really cool. I really enjoy it. Awesome. We appreciate you listening, Gary, and thanks for the call. Have a great night. It was. Uh, what did he say? His name is. I call them clean, Gary. clean. Yeah, whatever. Hey, I'm looking at the uh, Truth Network in Richmond. Yes, one zero seven seven W J F N. Truth Network. Truth mm. Network in Richmond. Mm. W J F N. One zero seven one zero seven seven News Talk. Can you do one of these, Nikki? Can you no. do a cheesy radio voice? Sure can't. Tom Likas. That's where I learned how to do that from, listening to Tom Likas on the Tom Likas show. The Tom Likas show. He would always, uh, he was like sort of rude. Uh, he would always, like if if uh, <laughs> girls called in, he'd be like, would you like to talk to my staff? <laughs> and then he'd put them on hold. Like, yes, are you holding to talk to my staff? <laughs> okay, please hold for my staff. Right. I just continue to do that throughout the show. He was a bit of a Rudy. Uh, he also did invent uh, Flash Fridays, though. Uh, so drive time, he was doing, uh, you know, 5 p.m. to, you know, or 4 to 6 four to seven, or whatever. Six, yeah, seven. drive time. And so the the deal was that uh, if you were to turn your headlights on, well, it's daylight, so it didn't happen in the in the winter, but like in the summer months. Right. If you uh, turned your headlights on during drive time, that meant that you, you wanted, you you were listening and you wanted to be flashed by, you know, women <laughs> showing, showing their boobs. Really? Right. And so if you did that. Uh, occasionally it would happen. So I, I tried it. I was working a nine to five job. I'm driving home and I'm listening to the Tom Likas show in Seattle and turn the headlights on. And yep, there goes a, you know, getting it. And I'm like, hey, seriously, it worked. Yeah, it totally worked. Oh, that yeah. is hilarious. I've seen it happen to somebody else too. Another time it didn't happen to me, but like you could see down there. I'm like, oh, he had his lights on. Flash Friday worked for that guy. It was pretty sweet. Wow. Imagine if like somebody. The Tom Likas show. Imagine if somebody didn't know anything about that and they just. <laughs> Had their lights on. They, they go home. They're like, oh, whoa. They call up their bros. They're like, dude, like some random chick just flashed me on the freeway. Like, did you have your lights on? Yeah. Like, did you have your lights on? You yeah. know what? I think I did. No, I just bought the car. It's got the always on headlights. <laughs> always flashing. 603-283-6160 is the phone number coming up. I want to talk about some parents who are suing social media. For social media's lack of parenting skills. <laughs> this is Free Talk Live. More coming up. 603-283-6160. Free Talk Live. Hey. 
That's right, Steve Classic. you got to get used to the new way. Oh, okay. Some I of our we listeners just... might not know, but we've cut out half of the breaks. Right. Oh, so... And so now we only do a break at the top of the hour and the bottom of the hour. So that means we do far less and we're backs. So when we say, and we're back, it's we. Well, usually at the top of the hour, it's we. And then at the bottom of the hour, it'll be an individual. Okay. Generally speaking. I got you. Unless we do what we did the last bottom of the hour, which was somebody started and then we harmonized on top of it. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. Sometimes we'll mix it up. We ad lib it. We mix it up. Try to keep it fresh here on the Sunday night edition of Free Talk Live. Our telephone number is what? 603-283-6160. What's the nickname for that phone Uh, number? That is the domestic terrorist hotline. That implies that there's a feral terrorist hotline. Do you know what that number is? I do not know. I think it's also 603-283-6160. If you're a feral terrorist, feel free to call in and talk about whatever is on your mind. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. Steve Classic. And Nikki. Nikki Sunshine. Nikki Sunshine. That's it. Somehow I... Actually, no, the... Now I'm Nikki Moonlight. Nikki Moonshine. I was going to say, can we combine the two? I I think I prefer you as Nikki Moonshine. Yeah. Yeah. Because... Yeah, after about like 7 o'clock, then it's Nikki Moonshine. (laughs) That implies you're bringing me booze. (laughs) (laughs) There are a few things I like more in life. Although I'm currently on the wagon, so if you did bring me booze, I'd yep. have to save it for later. Yeah. When I'm no longer on, on the, the wagon. On the wagon. Yeah. yeah. I don't... Off the... I don't get it. So, yeah, it's on the wagon, but off the sauce. It's like... You're I, off the sauce, but you're on the wagon. Yeah, so when I'm on the sauce, I'm off the wagon? That is correct. So. Yeah, because it, it's like the, yeah. they're the opposite meanings for Well, it depends reason. which wagon, I suppose. It's not tail wagon, I'll tell you that. Uh, let's go to your calls and thoughts. We have a unscreened caller. You're live on the air. What's your name, please? Good evening. My name is Michael. Hey, I'm Michael. Calling from, I'm calling from Connecticut. Oh, right. no. What's on your My condolences. Little, a little town called Madison. Steve's familiar with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Steve's, uh, Steve's familiar with Connecticut. He is desperately trying to escape. Yes, but I'm a New Hampshire resident now. Nice, Eventually, congrats. I will, too. Yeah, right. I wanted to divert the conversation to alcohol. Here in Connecticut... Let's booze it up. They're trying, they're trying to... Uh, there's a little battle going on to get wine in the grocery stores. Wine? And the funny thing is, yeah, the funny thing is I work in a liquor store and a grocery store for both my W-2 activities. So it's, it's kind of fun to watch the whole thing. I mean, personally, the liquor commission should not even exist. You know, alcohol should be left to the free market, and it's just, uh, you know, the whole alcohol industry is really just one giant cartel. Oh, yeah. When it comes to mm-hmm. And uh, I personally am going to change careers, and I've done liquor business most of my life, and I'm changing careers. I don't even drink anymore. I just, and I'm actually, I will eventually I New Hampshire. That's that's my Yeah, the goal. liquor stores are run by the state. <laughs> if, you, if you don't drink anymore, do you drink any less? <laughs> Uh, a lot less, yeah. Okay. I'm just checking. <laughs> yeah, so, it's just the whole thing is so ridiculous to watch. You just, uh, you know, I what? think get rid of the taxes, the government central planning, and all that, and just whoever wants to sell, you know, you want to start your own brewery, start your own brewery, or yeah, why not? sell whatever you want. Yeah, uh, prohibition yeah. should have taught us uh, all we needed to know about that, but instead, what happened is uh, government monopolized the industry and became. Uh, essentially the drug dealer 
uh, in the relationship, right? The, uh, here in New Hampshire, the liquor stores are still state-run, and so they definitely have the monopoly, and you can't get, like, I've tried to get uh, specialty orders, and they're like, no, we just can't order that. I'm like, why not? I don't know, because we're the state of New Hampshire. And I'm like, oh, okay. But back in uh, Washington State, uh, when I lived there, they were, when I first moved there, they were all state-run. But then at some point, they were like, no, 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 we're going to let it be free market now. And what they did was horrific. Oh, no. What they did was horrific. Uh, Anybody who desired to be an independent a booze distributor uh, was sort of a retailer, a retailer, retailer, yeah. a retailer was sort of kicked out of the business. Like people tried to open like just like Bob's liquor store and like a yeah. mini mall, you know, kind of thing next to a little Caesar's pizza or whatever in the strip mall. And those guys could not compete because uh, they gave all of the favoritism and tax breaks to all of the giant retailers. Like uh, I think total wine was the biggest one. Liquor warehouse. Uh, total wine and more was the biggest one. <laughs> That's regulatory capture at work there. Right. So, yeah. so in Connecticut, you're you're saying about the wine. Is it going to be available in grocery stores? They're still they're, they're planning to vote on that. Okay. I think in the near future, they had a big hearing. Uh, all the you know, package stores and and the wholesalers came out against it, and the, all the big grocery stores came out for it. It's just. Yeah, I guess it's just, kind of an interesting little uh, kabuki show to watch. You right. know? Whoever has the biggest lobby will win that one. Yeah. And, um, the other thing is we sell um, the other thing uh, we sell cigarettes in our package store. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting last year, the state uh, makes makes us card everybody who buys cigarettes, regardless of age. <laughs> So annoying. I'm 78 years old. Sorry, I got a card. Yeah. They actually did a, they tried to do a sting on us a couple of weeks ago. They sent a younger person in and it's the owner carded him. But I mean, what are they going to do? Send an 85 year old grandmother to go in and try to buy a pack of Newport? Yeah, so they probably will. Yeah. Well, they're making it in some uh, gas stations and stuff, at least around here where the cashier has to scan the ID. Yeah. The license. Because yeah, I, I tried to buy something the other day, and I only had my temporary paper ID from New Hampshire that they give you before they send in the, the real card. Yep. And they wouldn't, I couldn't buy what I was buying. She was like, I'm so sorry, but I literally cannot cash you out without scanning your card. In uh, Washington State, when they legalized recreational marijuana, uh, they made it so that you had to present ID in mm-hmm. order to make a purchase at these recreational yeah. stores. What they didn't tell you was they put it in this little machine that is a scanner and logs uh, the the barcode on the back of your driver's yep. license. And uh, so I lived down the street, like uh, three blocks away from one of these recreational marijuana stores, and they knew me. Right, I would go in there uh, on. Uh, they had wake and bake Sundays, so if you oh, got right. in there, <laughs> if you got in there between nine and ten a.m. on a Sunday. Uh, they had discounts. They had a special grab bag where if you, you know, paid twenty bucks, you could just reach your hand in and grab one, and it oh, was like a fun. yeah, it was like a fun thing. You know, whatever you got is what you got for your for your money. Uh, but at any rate, I go in there one time. And they're like, "Oh, hey, good to see you." And I'm like, "Yeah, you too." And I'm like, "Oh, I'll get one of these and one of those." And you know, and they're like, "Is that all?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." And they're like, "Okay, your ID." And I hand them my ID, and they put it in this little machine, and they wait for the the screen to give them the okay, mm-hmm. and and they go, "Oh, I'm sorry, we can't sell to you." And I'm like. Oh, ha, ha. I thought he was kidding me, yeah. right? Because like, they know yeah. me. We yeah, joke you're around. like, I've been here. I'm like, yeah. ha, ha. You know, I'm in here yeah. like, you know, every Sunday or whatever. And he's like, no, uh, your license is expired. And so we we actually can't do <gasps> the transaction. So, and the, it's just stuff The register like that. won't allow them to complete. Mm-hmm. Like, it wow. wasn't even like, 
like they couldn't even look the other way if they wanted to. The yeah. register, the point of sale system they're using, prevented them from completing the transaction yeah. because my license had expired, unbeknownst to me. Yeah, and that's pretty much what happened to me at the gas station, and it was it was pretty upsetting just because legally I can you know I could could buy that product, right? Same thing with you. Mm-hmm. Legally, you could buy that product. But because of all of the state regulations or company policies and stuff like that, where you either have to scan the card or yeah. whatever, it's it just seems unlawful at the very least, you know. Yeah. So getting yeah. back, so uh, getting back to our caller, what what other crazy things happening in Connecticut that that you're oh, that you I, hate? I, I need, <laughs> you need a scorecard. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Do you have Connecticut uh, tyranny bingo going on? Jolly man. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. Anything else you want to say? Uh, I think that's about it. I, I actually do plan to go to New Hampshire. I, the funny thing is, I I signed the Free State Project a pledge like over a decade ago, and cool. I never got my act together. Well, get it together, yeah, buddy. I, I did that. Same, I did the same thing, and I'm two years into New Hampshire, even though I'm not living here. Well, I am living here. Yeah, we could certainly use the help. And thanks (laughs) for the call. We appreciate you. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Let's move right along to another unscreened caller. Unscreened caller, you're on Free Talk Live. What's your name, please? This is Frank from Michigan. Hey, Frank, what's on your mind? Hey, you know, I want to ask you about your your Fed case. Do you have a sentencing date scheduled yet? Uh, I don't have a Fed case, but if you're talking about uh, Ian's case, uh, there is. A date scheduled, uh, I believe it's in April. April 18th. I believe that is the yeah, date. Yes. I'm, I'm Ian, my bad. That's okay. Uh, he's just, uh, he's not on the air tonight, so. Gotcha. Okay. And then the uh, the other question was, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, a character that used to be live in New Hampshire and, and would be on the radio occasionally, a, a cat by the name of Sam Malone. Um I think he moved to Texas. He was friends with Ian back in the day. I was wondering if anybody knows what he's up to these days. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that. In fact, the only Sam Malone I know is the character from Cheers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no Any relation? I don't think so. I think that was his name. <laughs> Sam Sam Malone? I thought it was name was Sam. Well, I could be wrong about that, but... Hey, it's okay. Anyway. Anything else um, you want to say? Hey, that's it. Hey, appreciate the call. Thanks for calling. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Let's move on to one of my favorite callers, and hopefully one of your favorite callers. It's Jerome in South Carolina. Oh, awesome! Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Don't go to bed with a price on your head. Don't do it, but keep your eye on the sparrow till the going gets narrow. Hey. You know, I know you so much. <laughs> so wait, wait, hang on, Jerome. Thanks that was for awesome. thanks for yeah. mentioning birds in there because yeah. that seems to be a bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. You know, you were talking about birds. You know, I remember when I was much younger than I am right now. I I, I was watching a movie one night and it was called The Birds. Mm. I said, Alfred Hitchcock yeah. classic. Oh, oh, that'll scare the hell out of you. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> it will. I, I never forgot that movie, and that was a long time ago. I don't like horror movies. I, I don't like horror movies. I don't like horror stuff at all, period. You know, never. Don't, don't ever invite me to a horror movie because I'm not going. Just don't like that stuff. Hey, by the way, I found out something today I didn't really know. And like seven of the last uh, eight presidential elections are 
as Gil Durantin would say, uh, that the uh, Republican Party lost the popular vote. Gee, I wonder why. They're such nice people. They're, 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 everybody loves them. Seven of the last popular vote. Okay? I don't understand well, it. But they're such good people. Aren't all votes based on popularity? Isn't that the whole thing? It's basically a popularity contest, and whoever's the most popular wins. But didn't Stuart Spaulding say, I'm kind enough, I'm good enough? And doggone people like me? <laughs> Stuart Smalley, get right? the memo? Huh? Isn't that Stuart Smalley? Yeah, right. Stuart Smalley from yeah. Saturday Night Live. Yeah. <laughs> I miss him and I miss Dieter. Sprockets. Yeah. Sprockets, Dieter, but, it's time to dance. <laughs> I miss, look at my uh, love. Look at the monkey. My monkey Klaus. <laughs> my monkey Klaus. <laughs> I, look here. We got two people from the state here. Uh, one's already declared she's running, and the other one, he's, like, ready to dip his toe. That's Nikki Haley and uh, Tim Scott. I just want to make this declaration. If they ever become president, the chance of them being president, about the same as me being, like, uh, what, what do you call that? Uh, sex change. <laughs> I get a sex change, okay? I become a hermaphrodite, okay? That's the chances of them. Becoming president of this. I believe the proper term right. is an it's maphrodite. Like uh, no pronouns here. Hey, Nikki Haley said that Raphael Warnock, who ran for um, senator against everyone's favorite football star, Herschel Walker, the guy who lives in Texas, but ran for office in Georgia, they said that Raphael Warnock needs to be deported. Just remember that. Remember that Democrats when she runs, she wants the black people to be deported. Okay, just remember that. So yeah. Jerome, I don't know who any yeah. of these people yeah, are, honestly. You, it's <laughs> it's pretty great when you call because you represent a portion of the United States population who watches way too much po- political television. Hey, hey, well, I was listening. I was watching Fox today, and they were they were trying to blame the Democrats for that chemical spill in Ohio. I said, "Oh yeah, Why, wait, and, wait, uh, aren't, aren't you a Democrat?" Yeah. Why are you watching the, the Republican news channel? I sometimes I like to see how the other half lives, you know, and, and I don't like. It. <laughs> I mean, do you realize well, you know. that you do realize, of course, that not everybody is either a Republican or a Democrat, right? Well, if you're not a Republican, well, oh yeah, independent, you're just a Republican in denial. That's all you are. No, I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm, so. I'm, that doesn't neither, really add up. I'm neither Republican or Democrat. That's something that Democrats say because they like to pigeonhole everybody that they don't agree with into the same category. Bringing it back yeah, with the picture. It, it feels like a kind of us and them thing, and it's just ridiculous to think that there are only two options that you can be. Yeah. Like if you go into yeah. the grocery store uh, and you look for carbonated beverages, is there only yeah. Coke and Pepsi? No. There's like no. there's like Dr. Pepper and Canada yeah. Dry Ginger Ale. There's Mr. Pibb. There's yeah. Shasta. There's all these different brands. So I, I don't understand how you can lump everybody into Republicans that you don't like. I'm not lumping everybody into that. I, I That's what you just did. I'm much Look, I'm, you you must be misheard. You misreading the TV. You just said. You just person. said. What did he just say? <laughs> uh, well, he said you something know. about if you're an independent, then, then you're, you're a Republican in denial. In denial, or right? Yeah. So you lumped everybody who doesn't believe the way you believe as a Democrat into the Republican moniker. So you did lump hey, everybody I, into I, that. 
I know why you forgot what I said. I heard you talk about how you like to hang out in the marijuana store. I heard you. Didn't I not hear you to say that? <laughs> you go to the, the marijuana store, you were the ganja man? I'm sorry, what? I wasn't right? paying attention. <laughs> you, you were the ganja <laughs> The point you were trying to make. <laughs> man, right? I get, well, if, are you taking the, you're taking the head off the pipe or something? You, you weren't paying attention. Excuse me for interrupting your pleasure. Uh, I do this show sober. Yeah, okay. Sure, that's what they all say. Wow. Anyway, uh, no, see, see, for, see, Jerome, you, you know pleasure. that I do it sober because the uh, two times that I've been dumped on this show, that is to say that I said a word that the government says we can't say on radio, uh, the two times it has Naughty happened, I, I was not sober. And so I said, well, self, I will do this show sober from now on so as not to be dumped or have to dump myself. To and dump or to be dumped. That is the question. Congratulations. Yeah, they're running. They're running for president. Yeah, yeah, right. I guess they think the, the, the nation is as dumb as the state, huh? I they guess so. Hey, Jerome. Jerome, thanks for the call. Yeah. We appreciate you, man. Have a good night. Uh, let's move right along. <laughs> Always a great call. For Jerome. Uh, we love Jerome, despite the fact that he's wrong on just about everything. Uh, he's a good caller, and uh, you know we'll allow him to continue to call, of course, because it's free talk live. What else are we gonna do? Uh, let's go to yet another unscreened caller. You're on Free Talk Live. What's your name, please? Hi, I'm Cynthia. Hey, Cynthia. You are live on the air. What's on your mind? Well, I'm a retired physician, and I've always wondered about why people are the way they are. And uh, a couple years ago, I came across some research that was published in 2015 documenting um, out of a Canadian prison when they looked at men who were convicted of pedophilia as compared to men who had sexual transgressions against teenagers, but these were pre-adolescents, right? Um, These men had physical anomalies that marked them as having a teratogenic exposure in the first trimester and early second trimester. And I just think it's a really grievous thing to saddle a man with desire, with a brain that desires uh, sexual contact that is forbidden in so, our society. I'm sorry, can you back up just a bit? Because sure. you said something happens in the womb? Yes, teratogenic exposure. What is that for our for our listeners? Yes, teratogenic, um, something that mutates you from normal to abnormal. An example would be thalidomide, where the children were born with yeah. very small limbs or no limbs. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so we don't know what the chemical exposure is, that is causing this, and there doesn't seem to be any interest in figuring it out. Um, they, they believe that in Canada, 1% to 2% of men have this trait, which, of course, they did not ask for, right? right. And if they ever have a, an exposure to alcohol or drugs, they will behave in a way different from normal people, okay? And um, I think that we need to go ahead and set up a society where there will not be any children, not a prison, but, you know, a decent place to be, where if you decide to, to you know, drink a bunch of alcohol, you won't end up making a mistake because you, can, you can't get access to them, to the children. But um, we also need to emphasize, uh, we need to find out what this, what this compound, what this is. Something is damaging. And see... I understand there are some people whose religious beliefs think that, oh, it's your karma, and I, I just can't go there. <laughs> you do not deserve to be poisoned while you're uh, an, an embryo, while you're in, yeah. so you know, I'm, in utero. I just 
What? So what was your solution? Well, so first fetal? of all, I, I just want to get I just want to get the problem uh, succinct for for our listeners, especially also for myself. So you're saying that you have read somewhere or done some research that leads you to believe that chemical exposures in the womb lead to pedophilia as adults. Uh, yes. Why don't you input into a search engine the words minor physical anomalies as a window into the prenatal origins of pedophilia? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our crack producer so, is working on this. In the solution, and I just want to make sure I get you right. So the solution to that is to put all children that have any sort of fetal alcohol syndrome or whatever? No, no, no. no. I'm saying that... Um, that the men who have this inclination need to be offered a chance to be in a safe environment where there will not be any children. And so they don't end up committing a transgression and ending up in prison. You can't insist that they go there, but you can offer it. But, but how do we know? Well. How, do, but how do we know who is who? Like, how do we know? Oh, my God. The men know who they are. <laughs> right. So they would have they to are. voluntarily self-identify. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Voluntarily. But see, since they are saddled with what is essentially a birth defect, and I, I really grieve for them because, you know, you, 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 are, you are who you are in a sense. And it's true there are some people who are brought up in a culture where it's okay to have pedophilia. I, of course, I as a child once, and I would hate to be in that kind of environment. But um, we, we, we need to – I'm just trying to figure out how to get the society instigated to get the – research done to figure out what the compound is to get it out of our environment. I just don't I, know. Around, um, I just don't know if that's the only cause of pedophilia, you know, oh, like you said, like I, in yeah, a lot of like, it's just in a lot of cultures and I don't know, a lot of children that were molested, maybe themselves. Sometimes they go on to like, think that's okay. You right. know, there's just so hurt many different people, things. Hurt people and that kind of thing. Cynthia, yeah. thank you for the call and let us know if you make any headway on your research. I'd love to know the chemical compounds. 603-283-6160. More of your phone calls. We'll get to the folks who are on hold. And we got more in store for you tonight here on Free Talk Live, including parents suing social media for their lack of parenting skills. This is Free Talk Live. talking live what does that make us free talk live live live. right what's the web address people can go to to learn more freetalklive.com nice very well if they want to watch video where do they go video.freetalklive.com which is odyssey both of them yeah yeah Yeah, both you're you're both correct uh do either of you know the phone number it says over there is the domestic <laughs> terrorist like, hotline yep. is 603-283-6160. Call now. Very well. Operators are standing by. That's the captain. <laughs> yeah, uh, to you be could fair. Add, you could add that to your uh, business card. Operator. Oh, yeah. Operator. Operator. Yeah. No, I'm not adding that because then people want me to like, like oh, yeah, I need an operator. Yeah. No. No, Can I'm you sorry. connect me to uh... a... <laughs> Hello, operator. 
Naga, Naga, Naga. My long lost lover from the war. I do want to get to this article about people suing social media parents. Oh, I love suing this social media. Which social media? For social. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. For social media's (laughs) lack of parenting (laughs) skills. But first, let's go to. We've got Ricky from the Commonwealth of what? Ricky, what is it? That will be the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And thank you very much, Brother Ian. Uh, it's the captain. Ian's not here tonight. Brother captain. <laughs> He's I got that one, though. Yeah, well, you know what's funny? I, I got to tell you, this is the first time I heard Jerome from South Carolina. Really? He's and a frequent not, caller. Well, I, I, I got to figure out. I got to get that number or something to get away to listen to the show. I really do. I got to work on that. Either. Okay. All right. But anyways, before I go into what I was going to talk about tonight, just a comment on Jerome. You're right about one thing. He was wrong about everything. And, uh, and and beyond that, I mean, beyond that, he he accused you of being on a substance. Like, that would be such a bad thing. You know what I mean, Ian? You know, but I'm listening to this guy. He's on something. You know, whether it's medication or something. Oh, you know, he is, yeah. Something. He's older, too, no, so he's in his, I think he's in his... 50s or 60s, I'm not sure. Hey, older, what are you talking about? Well, I mean, yeah. Exactly. Hey, hey, watch it. Hey, Flybo, watch it. <laughs> well, anyways, he said about Nikki Haley, now I'm a fan of hers, and her name's very familiar to me. Nah. He lives in South Carolina. Yes, he does. She took, she took down my beloved Confederate flag from on top of the state house. Now, he must have missed that. She never, And she never said she's going to deport anybody. You know, so... Hmm. Anyways, nonetheless, that's Jerome. All right, well, Here's what's on my mind. He did say send a piece my interest, and that's the popular vote. Well, you know. So I have yeah. this problem with humanity functioning on popularity contests. Like, where did anybody come up with the harebrained idea that the winner of a popularity contest should <laughs> tell everybody else what to do and how to do it? It seems ridiculous to me. Well, but if we're going to have elected officials at all, uh, well, I'm saying that maybe we shouldn't. I think it's we, a should, dumb we should. Dumb idea. Even, I shouldn't. Why do you call them officials? I elected myself. <laughs> oh, are you an anarchist? I am. Anarchist capitalist. No, I'm not. Okay. Oh, you're an anarchist now. I've been an anarchist since I was born. We're all born anarchists. It's true. Uh, we're all born atheists and anarchists until people start lying to us. Well, I mean, but we do have the system we have nonetheless, you know. There is a system. It does exist. And, uh, you know, we're currently subjected to it. I I cannot opt out uh, without, uh, you know, considering uh, extremes like suicide. I like living, so I'm never going to commit suicide. Uh, let's just get that out well, there you know, before somebody it, decides that, oh, he Epstein or whatever. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what, Ian? That being said, screw that whole idea. Here's another one. Now, one thing that came to mind was your Biden AI, and I started thinking about succession. Okay. You know, and I, I came to these conclusions. Now, there's, when it comes to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, there's really good news, a lot of good news, but there's some bad news with that, too. And here's the good news. Good news is it is rooted in our history, everything from the point of the reasons why we ratified as late as 1787. Then you go into the next phase when you had the uh, you know, you can go into 1863, and we have the documents, 
was to show all this. Pennsylvania became came very, very close to joining the Confederacy. Would it have mattered? My estimation? No. But it's an interesting note. Then you had in the 90s, uh, this was a, a serious effort where it was argued on the floor of the, of the House. You know, uh, and that was for our secession, people infringing on our sovereignty for a million and one different ways. Yeah. And, and that, you had the result of the Independent Sovereignty Act. Then more recently, as you remember, we talked about this on the show at the time. It was in the 2000s where there was a, like a weak attempt. Okay, that's the good news. Well, here's the bad news. Now, this conclusion has become clear to me. Now, a couple of years back it was, and I'm not happy about this at all. Okay. Uh, the upside-down triangulation of evil, and I'm referring to our uh, missile silos. That it did come out at a point where those missile silos were. And I have to admit, I was not only appalled but horrified that one of them was right here in the Commonwealth in Red River. Mm-hmm. That I see posing a big problem for secession, that these things exist. How, I don't know how it happened, when it happened, but they're here. You know, I see that as a big problem. I mean, for, uh, for you uh, in Pennsylvania, yes. I don't right, know. you don't have that problem in New Hampshire because you don't have missile silos. Not that I'm aware of, as far least. as we know. Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean, these are our big nukes. This is the big stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. This, this is so we can blow up everybody in the whole world. I mean, Pennsylvania's got a third yeah. of that. And, and just think of that for a minute. It's so they can blow up the whole world. Doesn't sound like a good idea. <laughs> Fill them with concrete. And and people wonder why I uh, don't support the system. I mean, the system, if you just look at the output of the system, it is not designed for freedom. It is not designed for justice. It is not designed for liberty. It is not designed for any of the things that supposedly the founding fathers said it was about. It's not about any of that. You just look at the output of the system. What is the output? Its main output is murder. Its second main output is theft. Right? These are the two biggest outputs of the system, death and stealing. Well, there is more good news, Ian, now that I think about it. One thing that's in our Constitution of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, and I don't know about how New Hampshire has, but we have it. Mm-hmm. No member of the Commonwealth can be tried by the legislature for treason. Now, that's especially a very good thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, you're still... You're still begging your masters for forgiveness or for uh, some semblance of rights, where rights aren't given to you by government. They're a condition of your existence as a human being. Oh, I agree with that, Ian. Uh, I just wish that everybody agreed with me on that. (laughs) And that's one of our biggest problems when it comes to things that I have discussed as of recent, whether it be the, the race problem or, you know, you got your own you know, and and he's a problem, you know, Jerome should really consider, uh, you know, possibly leaving the Democratic Party or or maybe not even voting at all. Good luck with that. Hey, uh, (laughs) Ricky, we appreciate the call. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, good luck getting Jerome to uh, change his colors. He'd have to rent a U-Haul before he did that. (laughs) He is certainly, uh, uh, I enjoy him as a person, and, and if he were here, I'd say let's go have a beer or something like that. Yeah. Because yeah. I'd like to hang out with the guy. Uh, but at the same time, uh, his political leanings, uh, he's so ingrained. Uh, he yeah. watch, he he gets the uh, the feed directly into his mind. He mainlines the news, uh, if you will. 
and it is just horrible for you as a person to do that. And the big issue is just following for their separation techniques. You know what I mean? Like they try to do the us and them thing. Right. Like you Divide know, and conquer. Oh, yep. the the Republicans are evil and. It's like our, we're, we're all just the rich people. against the poor. Yeah, yeah Republicans, yeah. Democrats, that doesn't matter. Yeah, and Jerome even said as much, if you're not one of us, you're one of them. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, right? what does that even mean, like, man? really, dude? Screw you. Like, like this like, isn't war. You know. Anyway, uh, let's move on. We've got uh, David in New Mexico. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Why are you abusive? I would say I'm not. Uh, if I ever was no, you abusive, have been. You if have I have been Nikki, if I ever was abusive, David, it's because I was abused. Why was I abusive? Oh, that, is, that a, is that a justification? Oh, what did Nikki do? I remember when you defamed me when uh, Arya was uh, mocking my children and the situation there, and you That's not abuse. joined in. Well, you'd have to be famed yeah, to actually, be defamed. Actually, it is abuse. Nikki, you, you, actually, it was abuse. You were abusive at the time. I've I've seen you be abusive many times, not just to me. Oh my gosh, what have you done, Nikki? Bad effector for bad purpose. Okay, I guess I'll See, give it to you. You're being abusive right now. Somebody's trying to. Because I read you a, you I, your, I read you a mock, definition of the word. Over, you're talking over. As okay, well, I am so abusive then abusive. because David, right, you're David, getting David, defensive. Hang on, getting hang defensive. Hang on. So first of all. Uh, I'm not getting defensive. I'm calling you on your ass, and you can't take it. David, hang on a minute. Uh, David, hang on. Hang on. So here's the thing. Let's just say that Nikki was being abusive, right? Now, you did voluntarily she was. You do, you did voluntarily call into the show. She's being abusive again. So are you the kind of guy that likes to be abused by girls? Uh, that's, that's a non sequitur because uh, a person is calling in to try to get a message out. It has nothing to do with whether they enjoy you or not. They're trying to get a message out. Oh, it's a second. In the process of trying to, you're talking over me. Am I? You just did. Did I? Yeah. You should, maybe you'll want to listen to uh, yourself on the radio and uh, try not to uh, uh, talk over people. You can hear yourself do it if you, if you just check. Can I? So I was, so I was, you inter- you successfully did what you, that's another thing you guys do. If someone's trying to make a point, no, no, not someone, you just you, David. Interrupt, just you, David. Like you're doing right now, just you, David. Like you're doing right, interrupting like you're doing cow. right now, interrupting cow, right? Like you're doing right now, yeah. Cacao, 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 cacao. We're just going cacao. Just put David back on hold there for a minute. Thoughts, prayers, thoughts and prayers for David from New Mexico, everybody. <clears throat> yeah. All right, I think I'm done with him. Uh, I want to get to this bit about. Uh, let me just clarify. Uh, David has a legit beef against the system, and uh, you and know, me apparently. Well, okay, I don't know about and it, probably if it's you legit. and probably Steve yeah. too. I don't know if it's legit, but uh, <laughs> his beef with the system seems legit to me. Uh, however, yeah. I'm just tired of him as a person. So there you have it. Well, he wanted to use this as a platform to get his message out, which over he has, and over which he has and done. Over he does and that over. to the point of not only annoying the hosts, but annoying all of our callers. Right. It's like beating yeah. a dead horse. Yeah, and people listening. call in and they're like, we, we don't like David. Please tell him to talk about something different. <laughs> yeah. I, I have had people approach me. They'd probably like, hey man, like in person, love the show, yeah. but like, man, whenever David calls in, I'm just like, oh no, I can't take this. I, and like, I, I turn the you, channel or I, you know. You should write a track just as a background track. Of David? <laughs> yeah. Why? I don't why know. Would I, why yeah, don't why would I give him it. the fame he seeks to be defamed from? So. Trying to get a message out. Come on. He got his message out. Yeah. It's been You're out. being abusive. Yeah. You're being if, defensive. If anybody's being abusive, he's being abusive. Yeah. 
Yeah, bad affect. We want to talk about a bad affect. <laughs> what was your definition of that? that you um, hang on, let me pull it up again. And then for some reason, and I and I really tried to give it to him because I was like, let me look up the definition of abusive because maybe he's right. Yeah. And he was, you know, I, I gave it to him. He was right. And then he, you know, was like, see, there you go again. And I'm like, no, I was trying to be nice, but whatever. Um, <laughs> you to, abused the definition. Right. So abuse. Use to bad effect or for a bad purpose, misuse, or to treat a person or an animal with cruelty or violence, especially with regularity or repetity. Well, that sounds more like David's actions or, or than, right, right, than ours. So, if he only called once yeah. a week, it would probably subside the abuse. To be fair, I don't think he's called the Sunday show. At least I wouldn't say we something. treat him with cruelty, violence. I, I wouldn't yeah. say we treat him with no. cruelty. I mean, we let him call into the show. I mean, That's you it. You know, a lot just, of radio shows would not let yeah. this guy call in any, every single... If anything, we have fun playing word games with him. Yeah. I do anyway. Or I yeah. try to. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move into this bit uh, about parents suing social media for social media's lack of parenting <laughs> skills. So I bought this tablet to parent my kid. <laughs> in your website. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Los Angeles, California, February 8th, uh, at about the time her daughter reached the age of 12, American health executive Lori saw her once confident, happy child turning into someone she barely recognized. At first, she thought a bad case of adolescent angst was to blame. Initially, her daughter had trouble sleeping and grappled with episodes of self-loathing and anxiety, but by the time she was 14... She had started cutting herself and was having yep. suicidal thoughts. Take wow. away the phone. Get her on some medication. Seriously. Without, without Lori knowing, she had been sneaking away her confiscated smartphone oh. and spending hours online at night trawling through posts about self-harm and eating disorders on social media platforms. Yeah. Mm. No, and that's real, too. I remember I was on, uh, when I was a teenager, I was on a website called Tumblr. And there's all these like subgenres, I guess you could call them, of yeah. different thing. And there was this one where this like subgenre that was all about cutting yourself, like self harm, eating disorders, and it was just a bunch of girls who would post pictures, just glorifying this basically. Who could get the most and likes of cutting themselves up? Basically, wow. and it's I could see like if you're a vulnerable young girl who's already maybe dealing with like trauma and stuff like that, and you're just like trying to figure out. You know, you're trying to belong to some sort of group or you're just trying to find your way. If you are stuck in this, you know, black hole on the Internet, the how that would be right, easy but, to get sucked into. But something has to be amiss with you for you to seek this out in the first oh, place. Oh, absolutely. Lack of parenting, maybe. Oh, okay. Or support. Let's, let's, yeah. let's, support. We're not there yet. Oh, 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 we're not there yet. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Jump in the gun. Don't be abusive. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So she caught her daughter trawling through posts about self-harm and eating disorders on social media platforms. Quote, one day she said to me, Mom, I'm going to hurt myself badly if I don't get help. That sounds like a cry for help to me. She's saying to her mom, yeah, hey, right. I'm gonna, you know. Yeah. Lori said, she, as she described the mental health crises that have plagued her daughter for the last two years, disrupting her education and devastating the family's finances. She asked to use only her first name in order to protect the identity of her daughter. Praying for her daughter's care, therapists, a psychiatrist, and multiple residential treatment facilities across the country has nearly bankrupted Lori, who recently sold her house in California and moved to a cheaper home in another state. Wow, so it sounds like she's really trying here, right? I I have a theory. Okay. 
and some folks might not like it. Okay. Uh, but we're going to we got to get through some of this before we can come back to it. Right. In August, she filed a lawsuit on behalf of her daughter against the social media platforms she blames for the ordeal. Yeah, you lost me there. Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok. So these are the three. Okay. This mother has determined that Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok are to blame for her daughter's mental health problems. The case is one of dozens of similar U.S. lawsuits which argue that when it comes to children, social media is a dangerous product, like a car with a faulty seatbelt, and that tech companies should be held to account and pay for the resulting harms. Well, I don't I've heard this argument before, and I'll tell you where in just a minute. Before she used social media, this is the mom talking, mm-hmm. before she used social media, there was no eating disorder. There was no mental illness. There was no isolation. There was no cutting. None of that, Lori told the Thompson Reuters Foundation about her daughter. Uh, Don Grant, a psychologist who specializes in treating children with mental health issues linked to digital devices, said Lori's predicament is increasingly common because, you know, social media is everywhere. It's like every night, kids all over the country sneak out of their houses and go to play in the sewers under the city with no supervision. That's what being online can be like, he said. You think just because your kids are sitting in your living room, they're safe, but they're not. Facebook's parent company, Meta Platforms Inc., Snap Inc., which owns Snapchat and TikTok, declined to comment on individual lawsuits but said they prioritize children's safety online. Meta executives under criticism over internal data showing its Instagram app damaged the mental health of teenagers have highlighted the positive impacts of social media and their efforts to better protect young users. I mean, there's so much to unpack there. There is. So let's let's start because there's way more to this article, (laughs) but let's just start there. I will tell you where I've heard this argument before. Uh, I've told this story on Free Talk Live before, and I'll I'll tell it again. When I was uh, just beginning to listen to heavy metal, (gasps) rock and roll, the devil's music, my very, very religious uh, parental units at the time, uh, sent me to this seminar called The Truth About Rock. Wow. And this was a whole bunch of overly religious people with poor parenting skills who had children who were suicidal in one way or another. Uh, or suffering from some sort of mental health crises as, generally speaking, a result of their bad parenting, uh, who blamed rock and roll and heavy metal for their children attempting suicide. It's Ozzy's fault. Right. Yeah. Right. Ozzy, Judas Priest, yeah. Metallica, yeah, Kiss, yeah. right? You get all that. Right. ACDC, yeah. right? Shoot it's, to Thrill. Oh, yeah. like, yeah. It's oh the back gosh. masking in the whole 666 right. thing. Or the, now, yeah, the Blue Oyster Cult one, or, uh, Don't Fear the Reaper. The Reaper. Right. They're going to make all the kids commit suicide. Now, all of this was found factually false. Yeah, of course. Obviously. Right? Uh, Music does not induce suicide. But are you sure it doesn't uh, possess them by demons? Because that's the argument a lot of really religious people use. You know, you're going to get possessed. uh, uh, the, The evidence has shown that that is not the case. What has been shown, evidentially, is that... Uh, somebody's behavior while listening to music is or can be interpreted as a symptom of whatever mental health crisis they're having. So, for example, you break up with your boyfriend or girlfriend and you feel sad. And so you seek out sad love songs. No, I yeah. go for the metal. About breaking go up, for the metal. Right? You know, no. uh, uh-huh. I mean, I'm just saying this oh, is okay. what 
Yeah, it's a common thing. Yeah, do, sad, right? sad playlist, whatever. Uh, if it's somebody's birthday, what are they? Gonna, you're going to sing happy birthday. You're right. going to find the birthday songs. You're going to send them to. Yeah. Right. This is the thing you're going to do. So, music is not the cause of these things in people, nor is social media. Social media is not the cause of these things. Her daughter did not develop these mental problems as a result of social media. Her daughter developed these mental issues as either some form of child abuse or bad parenting or a combination of the two. Well, and I think Correct. you know where this is getting, where people are getting confused here because social media gives them more specific ideas, right? So whereas a child might not think about cutting themselves or self-harming or developing an eating disorder, they might not be able to come up with those specific ideas themselves, but they would not do those things. You wouldn't mutilate yourself unless you had pre-existing trauma or mental illness. Right. Even if you see it on the internet, you're not gonna slit your wrists unless there's really something there. And I think that's legitimate. And I think there's a, it's a lot to do with parenting Yes. I think, unfortunately, and I don't even want to. I don't even want to play the blame game here. Yeah. In this world we live in today, where to afford anything, both parents have to work or whatever. Split, split families. Right. It's it's hard to be completely attentive to your children in the way that they need. Yes. So we send our kids to public schools. We pay someone else through taxation to raise our kids, and it's impossible for a teacher to one love your children as much as you do. Into two, raise like thirty kids. Right. It's it's impossible. Right. So this is kind of this is the end result. Right. Kids aren't getting enough love and attention from their parents and their families. Yeah. The outsourcing of teaching children to government is one of the most horrible ideas planet yeah. Earth has yeah. ever had. Uh, humanity <laughs> has ever. It, it is certainly, uh, and it is a reflection on people people who do not understand like if you're going to have children whether you do it on purpose or it sort of happens on as most most people are like yeah, it sort of happened right like yeah it, that, it, it doesn't sort of happen but they say <laughs> that sort of they happen. say that but like, but they they don't plan on it but it is super important for you to get if you're going to have children to get your children into a one income one parent at home situation all of the evidence suggests that having both parents plus one of them at home mm-hmm. is the key to raising a decent person, mm-hmm. a, a, a well-adjusted child. I agree with that, but it's unfortunate that it's almost impossible for some families. Yeah, because they have to buy phones. You got to pay for the data plan. You got to work. <laughs> 603-283-6160. Do you think social media is to blame for children's mental health issues, particularly those that make them want to commit suicide? Give us a call. 603-283-6160. Free Talk Live. says with delay, delay, delay. And a little reverb? Echo, no, echo, echo, echo. 
You can't, you can't manually do reverb. Yeah, you can't do reverb. You can do delay, 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 or you can do echo, echo. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero we've got a couple callers on hold we'll get to them momentarily in the studio tonight here on the sunday night edition of free talk live it's steve classic and, and nikki and uh i am and? your host yes. ricardo Monteblan. <laughs> welcome to fantasy island hey, the plane the balloon the balloon no, i'm i'm kidding i'm the captain and it's free talk live before we go on with our program and get to your calls, uh, Free Talk Live listeners, we are asking you for a big favor. As you perhaps know, Ian Freeman, this show's founder, was recently convicted of various victimless crimes. He's facing up to 20 years in prison. We can argue all day long as to if the jury was mistaken or not, but that's not going to get us anywhere. What will be helpful is for you to write a letter to the Honorable Joseph LaPlante about Ian's character how he has helped the community or helped you or helped somebody you know and why you think he deserves a light sentence. Also, say things about yourself that give your opinion weight with the government workers, such as I'm a former military or I used to work in or I ran for office or whatever. If you held office, if you have a stellar career as a volunteer, things like that would be important things for you to mention. Ian is a selfless guy that has always tried to do what he thinks is the right thing, as long as I've known him, it would be a tragedy if he had to spend any time in prison at all. We need these letters quickly, so do not put it off. Send your letter for Ian Freeman to 63 Emerald Street, number 610, Keene, New Hampshire, 03431. If you didn't get all that written down, it's okay. You can find all the info you need at letters.freetalklive.com. Again, letters.freetalklive.com. Thank you to everybody who has sent a letter already. But if you're going to send one, please do it soon. We need them. Letters.freetalklive.com. All right. We could talk more about uh, these parents suing social media companies for lack of parenting skills. But let's go to your calls and thoughts. We've got Greg in New York calling. Greg, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey. Yeah, I very much agree with what you guys are saying. And before I uh, launch into my libertarian rant, my left libertarian rant, I just wanted to say uh, I totally agree uh, about Ian. Um, I, if there's anything I could do to help uh, direct people there. Uh, and for me personally, anytime I dealt with him, he's always like a stickler for honesty, like the truth. Yes. And uh, that, you know, that alone shows that uh, if he, would have to do some business with people, I think, then he would uh, try, you know, never to mislead anyone about it. Absolutely. Um, so people have to understand that. Yeah, it sucks, you know, the mismatch between the moral, ethical character of a man and the government's uh, idea of uh, what is a crime, I suppose. Yeah, but, it uh, sure does. And also, like, I, I understand why he took the jury trial, because... You know, he figured his chances were better, mm. uh, you know, rather than just going, okay, whatever, you know, or taking a plea deal or whatever. I, uh, after seeing this trial go down in person, uh, I, I was there. I saw that uh, I have zero faith in juries whatsoever. I think it's a horrible idea. And honestly, I was always told by attorneys, jury trial is not the way to go typically. Yeah, they do say. It's like convincing however many people, what is it, 12, 
yeah. convincing 12 people versus one. And you see how easy it is to convince them. Like, they just want to go home. They don't even care half yeah. the time. Yeah, but were they his, you know? were they his peers? No, Absolutely not. No, no. They, there's yeah, and there's so many layers to that. They went out of their way to make sure uh, nobody on the jury had any uh, cryptocurrency involvement whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is the the retarded. I mean, the most retarded thing I've ever heard. Yeah, like here's a guy you're you're accusing of doing uh, things involving cryptocurrency. Wouldn't you want people experienced in that particular thing or at to the be very on the least, jury? At the very yeah. least, they not, understand it. Yeah, not picking it, them out, you know, because they don't actually care about what the true definition of what your peer is. Yeah. They just they they maybe just didn't want them to be biased. Greg, yeah, it's like those Congress people who make the laws but have absolutely no idea how the internet actually functions. <laughs> it's Remember? a series of tubes. <laughs> Lots of wires it's in there, too. So it's going to be, yeah, I know. It's all this stuff. Uh, uh, you're lucky if you could get one person to understand how the internet works in Congress. It's crazy. Much less a jury. <laughs> so so uh, I just wanted to say, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a libertarian, but I come at this uh, from a perspective that government works together with capital, with corporations. And once you see it, you can't see it. So yeah. I, I agree with you. But, like, here's what, you know. Here's what happens. In the past, uh, it was just my convention that one person in the family worked at corporations and the other person mostly like took care of the household because it didn't automate like the, the stuff, you know, dishes, uh, laundry, like it was not automated. Right. Okay. Once it became automated, uh, both parents were free to, you know, you would think get some leisure, but no, the corporations uh, said, oh, women's liberation, great. You know what you should do with your life? You should climb the corporate ladder. You should lean in and do 10 hours a day. Whereas, like, I would say to both sexes, like, lean out. Like, spend time with your own children. Right. Because what happens is, it's like, no, don't worry about that. We'll put them in the government school. And then the government school is going to teach them how to be nice little corporate drones and work for that corporation. Hmm. You know, n- never mind the fact that when they grow up, the, the bots will do everything already that they're training them to do. So, but anyway, it's just, it's silly because the the good economy is when no one spends time with their kids. Everyone specializes. Everyone becomes, you know, partner at their law firm or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I just see that as a rat race, you know, it's like and anathema to actually enjoying your life and like taking care of your own kids. And the parents that took care of you, you stick them in nursing homes, let's say, because like, well, I can't take, a, take care of them. I, I got to work. Right. You got to pay the bills. Well, and it's interesting, too, because uh, that all also coincides with uh, food production moving out of the household, right? I think it was in the, mm, I don't know, World War II era when when that really happened. Uh, Before then, food production was a part of everybody's daily household activities, Uh, whether you were a hunter, a fisher, a gardener, or whatever, uh, families by and large were still growing and raising their own food uh, within their communities, if not individually as families by themselves. And so when the automation of food production really kicked into high gear, then we saw, as you say, Greg, that sort of freeing of the time from these household duties. No longer did you have to grind your own meat and can your own vegetables every season and you know all these I have things. Soup in a can. I don't have to spend all this time. Right. Yeah. So so folks were able to get some of that free time. Uh and and of course it, it all went horribly awry. 
Yeah, but, like, I, I also think that we are one of the most irresponsible generations ever. Like, we think we're so smart because we have all this information, right? Yeah. But we are living on an ecological credit card. So, like, take all these companies, like Coca-Cola, Snapple. Like, in my lifetime, they switched from, like, glass bottles to plastic. And it's not just any plastic. It's, like, non-biodegradable, right? So they put out metric tons of this stuff every day. And they, like, fill it. But they tell you, you can't have a straw. You can't have a <laughs> yeah, paper straw with your plastic. I mean, and, and Even not better, to mention, they wrap the paper straw in plastic. In plastic. <laughs> And not to mention all the other stuff that comes with that, like plastic, for example, like all the hormone, you know, disrupting properties it has. And, you know, I mean, we just saw that chemical spill in Ohio. No, we didn't. That's used no, no, to make. No, we, no, we didn't. That we didn't did, see that. That did, did not happen. happen. Did not happen. I'm sorry. There, but, you know, what? that's. There was a chemical <laughs> spill? Where? You know, I, I heard nothing about train? it. Train? What? I Those... only watch mainstream media. I heard nothing about it. <laughs> so those toxic chemicals are used to make plastics. So yeah. why are we even creating these things that could kill us you know what what is why you know why because industry works with government and yeah. in the capitalist system i'm sorry to say as a left libertarian it's that they tell you the individual always they keep you distracted they're like you could recycle you'd be a hero recycle meanwhile like they ship it all to china it's a giant scam get an electric I mean, car <laughs> in a free market i don't think we'd have to worry about stuff like that because your dollar is your vote like it's right. it's based on demand and honestly if the people want plastic then they get plastic like that's just how it works you know and i don't want plastic well, so i don't buy plastic so before the mm, we'll call it the invention of corporations right corporations are a government construct Right. Uh, they're also a human construct, but they were created by governments. And so governments have made it so by telling corporations what they can and can't do, because that's what governments do. Uh, they have made it so these corporations can only proceed in the pursuit of more profit. And that's it. That is their sole motivation. Whereas prior to the invention of corporations, we saw a lot of uh, family businesses. Mm -hmm. Think of uh, Sanford and Son. Right. You used to see a lot of so and so and sons or son and mm -hmm. or such and such family business. Now, these businesses were incentivized to create their good or services at a price that people could afford to pay. But they had to proceed with a much greater risk factor. Right. They had to proceed much more carefully. The same thing happened with with banks, believe it or not. The first banks were just individuals who had yeah. like some secure place that they could keep other people's stuff for mm -hmm. them. You know, their, their goods their valuables, that kind of a thing. And they went to great lengths to reduce the amount of risk that they did. Banks today, because they are to. corporations, are only motivated to make more money, to lend out as much as possible, to create money out of thin air, creating debt, cr creating debt and just going after uh, more and more profit rather than maintaining uh, a healthy profit margin with very little risk, which is what well, used to happen. And I, I, I want to just add this because I, I agree that the free market can operate like sometimes on small scales, and I really like that. But uh, when you get to these large scales, it's like you're too small to like affect it. I'll give you an example, like factory farms, right? Mm -hmm. If you just leave the free market to itself, like a factory farm, it's just more efficient. Like, sure, it keeps animals in horrendous conditions. And sure, you know, if you're not the customer, you're the product, right? But at the end of the day, like, that hamburger coming out of it costs $1 less, and therefore it wins in the market. So, like, there is no market mechanism to, you know, to make these companies not cut corners, not put these externalities 
that will, you know, destroy the environment, overfish. If they can do it, they'll do it. Well, they'll interrupt you at dinner. With I mean, okay, but certainly government doesn't provide that either. Yeah, neither one of them. I'm saying, like, these right. big structures, they're just going to, like, but they'll always tell you. They'll always tell you the individual, like, for example, the government will put high fructose corn syrup in everything, right? And then they'll be like, oh, obesity, diabetes? Oh, yeah, just go exercise. Diet and exercise is your thing. Is like, Hey, take a drug. I, I can't remember the government ever telling me to diet and exercise. No. Nope. I can only remember them ever telling me uh, the the wrong things. Uh, the, yep. the food pyramid. Yeah. yeah, like eat lots of carbs. You know, <laughs> oh, oh, you're hurting. No, it's okay. You can sit out of kickball today. You know, yeah. in the gym class, that kind of a thing. Like, uh, I don't remember government ever encouraging me, uh, you know, to do anything that was truly positive, right? Beneficial to yourself. Yeah. It's always yeah, it's exactly. Anyway, another time I'll call in. I'll say, but basically, we the people, we need to organize our own technology, our own tools, and self-organize. And I always say this, we've already done this. I mean, you have personal computers, personal printers, personal blogs, websites. I mean, we do things that our ancestors relied on the post office, right? And then the email got invented. <laughs> yeah. We don't rely on it anymore. So I think we just need, like, better tools to opt out of the system. Because we got to educate our own kids. Like, show them love. You know? Agreed. That's I- and, hey, Greg, thank you for the call. We appreciate you, man. Uh, 603-283-6160. Uh, Greg is spot on 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 a bunch of things. Uh, I like him a lot. Uh, if you want to find out more, uh, Greg operates Intercoin. I believe it's intercoin.org. Oh, I totally didn't even yeah. put that together that that was the same Greg. Yep, that's oh, Greg. Cool. Uh, so uh, well, let's... I like what he touched on. You know, he was saying about government schools. Yeah, and how how yeah. it's packaged. Like, well, it comes out of your tax money that's built into your mortgage. You right. won't even see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the money it's that come, like the tax money that comes out of your paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. If you had to pay that quarterly, like. Self-employed people, right? Yeah, yeah. That would be the end. <laughs> yeah, but they they hide it on you on purpose. Yeah, it's so well, that you don't realize bit, it's, it's, it's. You don't go. Wait a minute, they're stealing this from me. Yeah, just just a little bit though. Well, they're yeah, still stealing. Up. Yeah, you know, it's like uh, I mean, like thirty forty percent out of your paycheck. I mean, that's more than a little bit. Yeah, yeah certainly it is. And then if you, uh, that's not only out of your paycheck. If you include things like sales tax. Uh, yeah. Property tax. Right. Yeah, that is not uh, right. all the fees for right. all the government services you have to pay. Your license, your tags, your registration, yeah. your insurance that's mandatory. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything that's taxed, your phone system. You it's know, it's well all over that half of your what right. your income yeah. is. Absolutely, but you're paying Disgusting. tax on your on on money that's already taxed. Yes. So your your net that you take home, you buy something, you got to pay tax on it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then if it's a car. You pay tax, and then you get property tax. Double <laughs> dipping, and that's, and all that's over the, the thing. Place. Yeah, like how is that not double dipping? But then it if you, s- then if totally you sell your used car, they still tax it. Yeah, so it's, yeah. A, it's already been taxed. But yeah, now you're it's been taxed like four times <laughs> right. already. How many times yeah. are we going to tax this car, it's, man? It, right. It's basically if you transact, they believe that you should be taxed, right? And it's like the PayPal uh, thing now. And I don't, I don't know if that's gone into effect, the $600 thing. But if you're selling something on oh, eBay yeah, the $600, and you bought something yeah, yeah. at a store and you paid the tax on it, and now, now you resell it, you got to pay tax again. And now think about this, too, because they started talking about passing this $600 thing yeah. where like they're going to monitor all your transactions right, right. that are more than $600, 600 you get or a 1099 more. $1099 from eBay. And then they PayPal. flood the market with, uh, what did they do, $7 billion, trillion? However, they flooded the market <laughs> in the last three years with something like $4 40 to 50% of all the U.S. dollars that have ever been created have been created since COVID. Right. Right. 
So now that's made the value of your dollar go down. So in reality, they're monitoring, oh, I don't know, all of your transactions that are worth more than, say, $300 because they've <laughs> yeah. inflated the money supply. Well, there's no your money what is you worth about? less now. <laughs> so now a $600 transaction is more like a th- what used to be a $300 transaction right. just three years ago. Yep, two is the new one. Gonna start breaking out those two dollar right. bills. Like, Twenty. Oh, is, I love these new one dollar yeah, bills. It's an added a zero. Twenty it. is the dead. new five. Uh, let's go to your calls. We have Gigi in South Carolina. Gigi, you're on Free Talk Live. Good evening, everyone. Hi, Gigi. Number one, I would like to say, as someone who enjoys listening to this program for a long time, as well as someone who is always treated with nothing but courtesy and professionalism. I do not feel, this is just my personal opinion, that anyone has ever been nor is currently abusive to David from New Mexico. The fact that you always take his calls and permit him to exercise his right to express his Various opinions mm-hmm. speaks for itself. This nope. is just one lady's opinion. Now, my other reason for calling mm-hmm. is I would like to know, after all these objects flying over our so-called airspace were shot down, as well as NORAD shooting down something over Canada's airspace, Where are the Joint Chiefs? Where is the President? Where is the military? Where is intelligence? I feel like I'm living through that comedy movie that was made famous by Alan Arkin and Jonathan Winters. The Russians are coming! The Russians are coming! (laughs) And I say it, I thank God you're giggling, because I feel like this is all nonsense! No, oh, oh, it, it absolutely is nonsense. Wait till it starts shooting down so the is. robot birds. I know. That's next. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like I'm living in the middle of a movie. Yeah, it feels like the Twilight Zone sometimes. Like, what's That's going on right. here? I forgot about that. I used to watch yeah. that when I was a kid growing up. Yeah. Yeah, I... And, Nikki, I want to say something especially to you. You always conduct yourself like a professional... And a lady. Thank you, Gigi. I I appreciate that. That you are abusive to any caller. Thank you. I appreciate that. But sometimes the hosts. Yeah, off the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During the commercial breaks, you got to hear this. (laughs) She cracks that (laughs) way. You, 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 you crack me up. (laughs) I know for a fact. I've heard David attempt to call other radio programs that I have listened to. Really? And there they are make other it radio very programs? clear to this man, you're not permitted to call into our show, and they click him off. Ooh. Yeah, I think he, he is. He's banned from several radio yes, shows because ma'am. he does that the is, thing that where he correct. repeatedly that calls in, but like that just keeps talking about the same thing yeah. over and over again. It's like, come on, bring some fresh material. Well, I would also like to hear something positive and constructive mm-hmm. yeah. and less caustic. We need more calls like Gigi's. Yeah. And whatever well, phone you're you know using, what? Gigi, I that is awesome. I don't agree with everything that various hosts say. However, 
I value that you permit people to call and express their opinions because it reinforces civil liberties of which I'm very sensitive about and I like the format. Well, Gigi, we appreciate you and thank you for the call tonight. 603-283-6160 is the number if you would like to join us here on Free Talk Live. Uh, it is true. You only have the rights that you exercise. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If you do not exercise a right, you do not have it. So you need to be not only cognizant of the rights that you wish to have and thus exercise, but you need to make a list of which ones are important to you in what order so you can prioritize them for mm-hmm. yourself as an individual and then determine how or what actions you want to take to make sure you can do that. Uh, if you want to uh, make sure that you exercise the right of self-defense, well, that's going to mean different things to different people. For some people, it's going to mean uh, buying a security camera for their mm-hmm. house. For other people, it's going to mean, hey, I'm going to go take some firearms training and, and learn how to work guns. For other people, it's going to be taking uh, a class in uh, jujitsu or taekwondo or something. Or all uh, of the above. It could be all of the above. Getting it could a robot be, bird. Yeah. Yeah. That and then, help. And then teaching your children those things. Right. Getting them to a place where they have identified what rights are and what are important to them. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is a very important thing that I think goes overlooked, overlooked way too frequently. Uh, No thanks in part, of course, to the public school system, which I loathe. It's horrible. It's a horrible, horrible idea. It's a terrible place. What? Why on earth? Think of any other organization. Right. If they had your children. Let's go. uh, Um. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States yeah, of Coca-Cola. Yeah, that weird cult <laughs> right? mentality. Yeah. To the United States of Walmart. To the United States of Home Depot. Right? If any <laughs> other organization had your children for 12 years for a ride around an eight-hour day, five days a week, what do you think is going to happen to them? You think they're going to be well-adjusted humans? They're not. More Free Talk Live coming up 603-283-6160. Threw some James Brown in there. Come that's, on. that's my James Brown impersonation. That's the extent of it. That's awesome. It's one yeah. word. It's not that's even a word. That's all you need. H e h isn't really a word, hey. but hey. you got to get that sort of wheezy, like ha. like like that breath before the ha. Yeah. You got to That's the technique. Like, like you're you about be to out of breath. Like you're about ha. to cough up a you know a lung a lung. Uh, what do you call it? a lung cookie? Yeah. A lung cookie? Yeah. A lung, lung butter. Never heard lung butter, yes. Lung butter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> lung butter, lung cookies. That's a new one for me. Oh, really? Lung uh, butter? That must oh. be regional. I, maybe. I don't know, though. I'm. Yeah. If it is, I've certainly spread it to more than one region. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your lung cookies Keep to your yourself, sir. To your, spread that lung They're butter. all over many regions. <laughs> <laughs> and they're hard to get off the windshield when they dry up, too. <laughs> 
Uh, it is Free Talk Live. The telephone number is 603-283-6160. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. <laughs> Steve Classic. And Nikki. <laughs> Steve Classic. Hey. Sometimes I snort when I giggle. So got that going for me. Lung butter. It's funny because lung butter is only one uh, sound away from lung hey. lung buster, which is what I used to call cigarettes. Oh, like, that's a good hey, one. Man, I like bum, that. Hey, man, bum me a lung buster. Ooh, which will, I'm going to take that. Which will lead to lung butter. You know what yeah. I was thinking? Uh, no, I don't. I'm not a mind reader. Well, I was going to tell you. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I was thinking Lead Better by uh, whatever that band's called. Lead Better. Right? <sighs> the captain uh, continues. Come on. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Mo- moving right along. <laughs> uh, I, first, I have to say thank you to Brody. Brody is a silver level amplifier. That means he is kind enough to send five bucks a month our way to help advertise, market, promote, and support Free Talk Live. What is an amplifier? What, what does it mean to advertise, market, promote, and support this program? Well, hey. <laughs> well, James, let me tell you. Uh, we uh, have very few, possibly as many as zero advertisers for this program, and that means we are supported by listeners. If you enjoy the perspective of freedom, liberty, peace, and prosperity that we bring, if you enjoy the hosts, the co-hosts, the callers, the cast of colorful characters that we bring you seven nights a week here on Free Talk Live, please visit amps.freetalklive.com to find out how you can help us get this show onto more radio stations, get our podcast better promoted, get our satellite offerings. We do offer uh, this show on some satellites uh, around the world, uh, so we could be doing more. We're on something like 180 radio stations now. We could be on more, 200, 250, 300 radio stations, not out of the question. It's all up to you. Visit amps.freetalklive.com and become an amplifier. Thank you again, Brody. We appreciate you. All right, uh, moving right along, let's go to, we have Stanley calling from New Mexico. Stanley, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh, thanks for taking my call. What's Two on your items. Uh, somewhere in my memory, I recall the uh, peers being determined or defined as merely the residents or citizens of the same county. Uh, it doesn't have to be the same profession, same age, same is that, gender. Is that the uh, the government then uh, changing the definition of peer to you know from like the dictionary definition? You, you know, uh, uh, and I'm going to bring out a failure of my own. I do not have a copy of Black's Law Dictionary in my house. I should. Every citizen should. And uh, we instead of. Uh, wondering about the definition, probably Black's Law Dictionary would define it and give the court case or cases in which that definition was uh, recalled from the the writings of the original founders. So the reason um, I ask this, of course, is because government is known for uh, changing definitions from the commonly understood definition to something uh, far more... Uh, you know, in their favor. You have something, uh, Steve? Uh, well, according to uh, Black's Law Dictionary, 
which I don't have a copy. I use my magic rectangle to check this out. Okay. It says uh, the definition and citation equals those who are a man's equals in rank and station. So a man, it could be a woman, could be they, them. Okay. Well, if that's what Black's Law Dictionary says, then my memory of uh, it here being... um, just a, a resident of the same county is is wrong. But not necessarily, though, because he's looking that up on his phone. And mm-hmm. that's why I always recommend, especially with, you know, books like that, it's really important to keep a physical hard copy because things can be right. changed on Digitally the Internet. Changed, yeah. And there's no, you can have no trace of it being, but if you have the yeah. physical hard copy of the book with the year it was published, then you know. When, hard copy right. proof. Yeah, and then you can compare, okay, well, my book says this, and now the internet says this, so they are literally changing definitions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, um, well, I guess that'll be a project number 789 for me to do. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, the thing that, that bothers me, too, about the using the word peer and saying a jury of your peers, if we just look at the definition saying someone uh, of equal station, Right. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Uh, there was mean? there was nobody on uh, Mr. Freeman's trial that was a radio host. Nope. There was nobody that was a radio programmer, a radio engineer, uh, any involvement in radio whatsoever, yeah. and that's Got been uh, Ian's entire career. There was no one on that jury that had anything to do with cryptocurrency at all. They were not vendors. Yeah. They were not exchange operators. They were not even uh, consumers who were familiar with cryptocurrency. In fact, they went out of their way to make sure there was no one on that jury that had anything to do with cryptocurrency whatsoever. And so oh, yeah. to say that it was a jury of his peers, I, to me, it's a straight lie. No further uh, questions. I, I, I empathize with your uh, frustration there. It, it appeals to my common sense. Uh, Black's Law Dictionary uh, notwithstanding. <laughs> yeah, indeed. You know, some of us have common sense. But my other subject was uh, whenever anyone discusses the, the American um, tax system, I, I, I wish they would include uh, – either positive or negative criticism of of the fair tax, the uh, so-called federal sales tax, although I wonder about the constitutionality of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But it seems like it would put all the taxpayers on on an equal understanding of the tax law uh, instead of, oh, I don't care, you know, I'm getting um, this credit for this, credit for that, and the other person's not, so so it divides us with all the uh, nuances and differences in uh, amounts supposedly legally owed because of person's uh, different occupation or their family size or their solar panel uh, engagement or, yeah. or their um, uh, subsidized uh, federal housing um, ownership or partnership with the federal government. Yep. Yeah, but the, the accounting Hawaiian lobby guy. would never let that through. The accounting right, lobby, like, right. there's, there's and too I, much I business. I recently suspected or got a bit of information that H, the, I won't mention names, the tax pre- preparation agencies or lobby groups for keeping the system as complicated as it is. Right. Anyway, just two uh, reflections on your interesting conversations. Well, Stanley, we do appreciate you calling, and thank you for listening. We appreciate you. 603-283-6160. He has some good points. 
Uh, let's move right along to, we've got an unscreened caller. What's your name, please? Um, Joe. Hello, I'm Joe. You're on Free Talk Live. Uh, what's on your mind? Well, I just wanted to uh, give a shout-out to Gigi. She was spot-on with you guys. You're, uh, you're, you, you guys are really a cool radio show. Hey, and, thanks, uh, man. Yeah, I mean, um, actually, do you guys, like, let people come into your studios or not? I'm here. Well, no, no, I mean, <laughs> it's... So no. you're, you're echoing. If you have your radio on, could you just turn it down or off? Oh, I'm outside. Hang on a minute. Okay. I'm sorry. Caller, I'll try to answer your question. Um, um, allow people into the studio. Generally, you have to be invited by somebody that uh, works or lives here. Can you invite me? I don't oh. know you, so is it possible for me to invite you? Yes. Am okay. I willing to do so after just having a three-second conversation with you on the radio? Probably not. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll talk longer than three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> now it's Give been it like at least five, ten seconds, yeah. so. <laughs> what the? Have you ever been to New Hampshire? No. Actually, I'm going with a friend of mine. I'm unemployed right now, and uh, he's going on a cycling thing in South Carolina, but we were going to go up the East Coast, and I told him I wanted to go to New Hampshire because of you guys. Okay, right on. That's awesome. And um, so he, we might go. We might go to Washington D.C. I've never been there. Oh, uh, have you? Have all three of you been to Washington? I have. I, have. I went on an eighth grade field trip. It was terrible. Was it cool? No, it wasn't. I I've only what? been to go to an airport. I had to fly out of New Hampshire uh, to the West Coast. And in order to do so, I had to go further east <laughs> to get a flight to go out west. So uh, that was the only time I set foot in D.C. It was just in the, uh, is it Dulles Airport, IAD? Reagan? Whatever. Yeah. Dulles or Reagan? Dulles, yeah, I believe. IAD is the uh, three-letter acronym. Dulles, isn't that a town in a uh, city in, Dal- in uh, Dallas? Dulles? Texas? Dulles? D-U-L-L-E-S no. is the name oh, of the area. Anyway, right, yeah. <laughs> oh, Dulles. let me, let me I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump. Um, things. What's the name of the group that sings your uh, or does the Come on, don't, 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 oh, God. don't, It's uh, something Ink? No, it's Can uh, you look it up? I don't know. I don't remember I at can all. actually. Hang on. It's Look, uh, it, look it up. Because I, I like that. I mean, it almost kind of I don't know. It's kind of punky. Weren't they a punk yeah, band? Yeah, it, is, it is a punk band, they right? Yeah. Well, they're, they're sort of metal-ish. Yeah. That 90s vibe. Oh, God. I can't remember their name, and this is the like the second time somebody has quizzed me <laughs> yeah. about that calling in, and I swore I would never forget their name again. We but should write it down. And, yeah, um, we'll write it instead. down. Give me a crayon. Your, on your board. <laughs> yeah, I will do so and let you know what it is. Yeah. Uh, anything else on your mind? Well, um, yeah, there was something else. Okay, what is it? Um, I'm trying to think right now. My wife just woke up. Uh-oh. Did I wake Uh-oh. you up? Did I? I'm sorry. Tell her we said uh-huh. hi. Hi, wife. <laughs> Come on up to New Hampshire. I'm on the radio. It's okay. true. Yeah, he's live nationwide. Oh, no, she's, she's walking away, so I might be in trouble. Oh. Anyway. Um, we so, don't want to oh. get you in trouble with the wife, bro. You'll never make Say it what? up here. We don't want to get you in trouble with the wife. Well, no, that's okay. It's bad Fine. enough you're unemployed. Yeah, yeah. But, um, I had to go there. Are, are, are you guys, are you guys um, changing your format? We actually just did. What do you mean? Oh, this is, I, I thought I'd 
heard a couple weeks ago that you were changing your format or well, something. We have less breaks and longer segments. So if that's what you mean by changing the format, yeah, and less advertisers. Yeah, as far as format, like we're still a call-in radio show. We're still all about freedom, liberty, peace, prosperity, that kind of stuff. Uh, that is not changing. But, yeah, the format already changed uh, around the first of the year where we've actually cut half of the advertisements out. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you guys get paid? No. Oh, man. So how do you how do you survive in New Hampshire? I have a job. I have a job too. I actually oh. have like three jobs. Yeah, I, technically I have two. Well, but oh wow, okay, all right. So I have a job that uh, I do. Uh, you know, work for a company. It's a work from home gig, uh, and then uh, as a secondary source of income, I do voice work. So that is, uh, I do f- prompts for telephone systems. Uh, I also recently did my first audio book. Uh, oh really? What is it? Uh, it's uh, plug, plug, plug. It's uh, <laughs> Alu Axelman. Yeah. If you just go what to a- Alu Axelman, uh, wrote a couple of books, and I'm struggling to remember the name of the book that I did. Yeah. Did you find out what the name of the band is that does your um, introduction? No, I've been doing this radio show. It's only uh, been like. Okay. I'm uh, sorry. That's. Right. I don't mean to put you on the spot. Uh, well, I mean, I'm supposed to put you on the spot, so it's a little reverse role reversal yeah. going on here. So I'm uh, in swimming in unfamiliar waters. Uh, but uh, you can just uh, Google Elliot Axelman or ALU, A-L-U, or Axelman. Liberty Block. LibertyBlock.org. Mm-hmm. You'll find all of his work. You can find him on Amazon, too. Uh, he's he's over there as well. So you... It's the, you uh, the name the, of the book. You read his... You yeah, the name of the book, book is The Plague That Shall Not Be Named or something it like that. It used to be Corona Fascism, but right. he had to change it because of, Why? I forget he what got he... he got canceled somewhere. Yeah, he got canceled, somebody, cultured. Yeah, somebody, one distributor or publisher didn't like that it was called Corona Fascism, so he had to change the title. Oh, I didn't get the fascism part. I get, mm-hmm. now I understand. Yep. Yep. Okay. So All now right. it's called The Plague That Must Not Be Questioned or something <laughs> yeah. like that. And so, yeah, uh, it was a... A, you know, a long read. It took me a, a, quite a bit of time to complete it. That's how these things go. Uh, professional audiobook narrators generally charge by the word. So however many yeah. words your book is, they go, they have a set fee for that kind of a thing. And most uh, narrators are competitive with others so that, you know, some but are. How, but, but if you're saying the word the 50 times, why don't you just say it once and I'll, I'll only buy one the. Even though there's fifty, you're going to copy want, and paste it. For, I want the forty nine, you know, five thousand times. Yes, and, yes. No, that doesn't work. You're an audio engineer, Steve. <laughs> I know. Uh, you should know these things. Uh, Wait, I get paid less. Keep all of those in there. You don't always enunciate the word "the" exactly the same every time you say it. Well, oh. And so context matters, particularly when it comes to audiobooks. And oh, would, yeah. you, would you totally, are correct. You would totally hear the you roboticness of the robot when they say well, the words I in can, the same way. All I can of I can the hear time. that on like when you, when when a robot is reading something on YouTube. Yeah, you can tell that it's they're not it's not a human. It's an AI or something. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, let's move right along to we've got Sarah in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh uh, yes, I just want to. Bring up the fact that we have many bait cars here, and they've been ca- catching a lot of criminals. They put out more bait cars. And, what do you uh, mean by that? Cars? Well, yeah. What, is this like a, a mouse trap? They set out some cheese, and they catch car. I don't know. How does this work? What's a bait car? Bait, bait cars. We have so much auto theft that we have these. They're actually police cars. 
and then these criminals think that it's a that they just break in and they steal these cars and they shoplift and they um, do other crimes with these stolen cars, but they're actually a police car, and then they could um, slow them down and actually um, stop the car. Is there a police officer so in the trunk? That would be great. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be something <laughs> like, Surprise! like the trunk monkey? Remember the trunk trunk monkey? comes out. You know, well, it's amazing that uh, they can't tell the difference, these criminals. And they have cameras in, inside. And I see pictures of them uh, driving in the car, and I see them running. And uh, But it's, it's, it's uh, really good, too. So that, well, uh, I don't think it is good, do... because I don't like the idea of setting people up, right? It's like right. baiting them. You don't... They weren't a criminal until it's like this, they do the same thing with undercover police officers trying to buy or sell drugs. Right. They are causing a crime. Right. So wouldn't the cops be the true criminals for setting these people up? I mean, they they didn't do anything wrong until they got baited into this situation. Sarah? Well, the thing is that we have so much auto theft. This is the only thing that they can do. They're only is it the only thing some of them. Okay, but Sarah, you don't even own a car, so what does it matter to you if cars are getting stolen? Well, it's just uh, they they take these cars and they go shoplift at other stores, and then they do other. They speed and they run traffic red lights, and then they, they oh the do horror all this other. <laughs> And they run people over and all the rest of it but with is, them stolen, stolen cars. Is this the best That's solution, the though? Like, is this the only thing they can do to <laughs> stop auto theft, auto theft? Well, um, I mean, what else is there? We don't have enough police. I mean, this is uh, they're using the technology. I'm sure there's plenty. Uh, it's always uh, New Mexico is a catch and release state. They they have 5,000 more. <laughs> New Mexico is a catch and release. So when the police catch you, they release you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wish that it's just for fun yeah. hobby uh, Sarah thank yeah. you for the call we appreciate you uh, let's move right along to uh, unscreened caller you're on free talk live well hi it's Josie from Richmond Virginia and I'm calling because I thought it would be important for people to know what the Chinese have done to us the US when we have flown anywhere near and you know we this balloon thing is starting to be a little bit old news, but I did want to get the information out of what they, different things they've done to us. Okay. They have taken over uh, rocks, just a rock on top of a, just barely on top of the ocean and made islands off of it. Uh, one of them, and the Spratleys, should have been owned by the Philippines because it was near the Philippines, not China. It was eight hours, I think, from the Hong Kong and f- by flight. Uh, <clears throat> so they are building islands everywhere, and then they have taken down our airplanes. Uh, I think George Bush was maybe just starting to be elected or something very new in the job, and they took down one or two pilots, I think two of them, uh, forced them off of an island, not on their mainland. The two pilots were flying over ocean waters, uh, you know, the Yellow Sea or one of those, and um, they were... Uh, captured and held in a, in a prison for a couple of days until they managed to get a, um, a what do you call it where the where the um, diplomats come in and uh, smooth the whole thing over. But people have forgotten that, and that's why, as an older person, I thought I'd better remind people what they have done: forcing people down that are 
uh, we're supposed to have free uh, access to the airs, the air over waters, <laughs> not over. We were not over Chinese mainland or Chinese owned land. Yeah. And that is what I thought would be very important. And I don't like the idea that they're getting away with making these islands. They dump sand after sand after sand until they make an, uh, a um, runway Art- for their airplanes. Right, artificial go. island and, and that kind of thing. Well, it's interesting that you bring that up uh, and some good points there, too. Uh, you mentioned the Philippines, and I just happen to have uh, this article that was in my show prep that we didn't bring up, but it is from the Libertarian Institute that says the U.S. to open four new sites in the Philippines. These are military bases. They don't like to use the word military base, of course. But the U.S. to open four new sites in the Philippines uh-huh. uh, as part of the pivot to Asia. Uh, this uh, this is code for preparation for war. Mm-hmm. Well, look what the Chinese have been doing to us. And I think at least some of our Pentagon people are saying, hey, wait a minute. I mean, this particular so-called president, uh, not voted in by votes, uh, is absolutely uh, so compromised to the Chinese by accepting all their millions of dollars of money through his son and so forth. I mean, this is like, I'm wondering if we can fire a president who's doing a bad job (laughs) and almost, almost, uh, you'd say, you know, I'd say treasonous (laughs) Uh, when they're working for the other side. They all do a bad job. It's a great question, uh, Josie, because... Uh, you can't, like, everybody likes to say, oh, the government works for us, and we're their boss. No, it's not true, because you can't fire anybody. Just try and get, like, uh, your local parks department head fired. You can't do it. It's just not possible. Steve, did you have something to add? Oh, I was going to ask Josie, what what station are you listening to us on? I'm listening on the the Richmond, Virginia station. um, WJFN? WJFN? Uh, John Frederick's radio. That must Sounds be right. JFN, John okay. Frederick's network. All right. Yep. All right. He's a good man. He tries to t- get the truth out and uses Godzilla for his advertising. <laughs> hey, Josie, we appreciate you. Thank you for the call tonight. Uh, just to expand upon this, it says Washington and Manila are close to inking an agreement that would see four new American installations, a.k.a. military Installation. Bases. Open in the Philippines. The new sites are part of a U.S. military buildup in the Indo-Pacific to prepare for war with China. Wow. According to the Washington Post, negotiations are ongoing, but a deal between Manila and Washington is nearing completion. Once inked, American forces are expected to have new sites at four Philippines bases. Two of the new facilities will be located in Luzon. In the northern half, the military sites are expected to be used in a future war between Washington and Beijing and could give the U.S. forces a strategic position from which to mount operations. We are out of time. Thank you to all of our callers. If you didn't get on the air tonight, please give us a call back on another night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, seven days a week. We are here at Free Talk Live. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you, Steve Classic. Thanks, Captain. Thanks to all of our listeners, all of our callers. Visit freetalklive.com for the archives. And peace. Peace.